What's going on, guys? This is our first episode, and we decided to do top five Adam Sandler movies. I thought this would be the easiest. I am Chandler. This is Riker. Hey, what's happening? Which you just told me this week that we were best friends. Nah, I, 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 I'm going to need a confirmation. Was that a text It was message? in a text. Uh, I didn't send that text. You said <laughs> so. So we had been neighbors for years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, Mason, my brother, Hello. who also told Hello. me in a group chat to uh, what did you say? Hold on, you're the best brother I have that I want to record no, a podcast with. No, we're gonna look right now because <laughs> seems like something that should have been pulled up before we started. Recording. I know. I'm sorry. He's got me on hard copy messages. You're gonna die alone. <laughs> Okay. All right. Remember that? I sent that to the group chat. Wrong yeah, group chat. Yeah, it was the wrong said, one. That it was My the brother wrong Mason. One. <laughs> Which I'm not buying. Whoops. So Mason, uh, Riker and I mm-hmm. were, he used to live by Grandma. Wait, um, on Bond? No. McKinley. Yeah, McKinley. Yeah, okay. And we're we... going to give a geographical <laughs> update. <laughs> Of where we lived on the beginning of the movie podcast, you guys want to record? These houses are within two blocks of each other to boot. We're going to get doxxed. It's fine. (laughs) Neither of us live there anymore. But Riker Riker and I never hung Riker and I hang out more now Mm -hmm. than we did before. It's true. We were neighbors and we never even hung out. Now we're like running accountability buddies. Um, And now we're doing a podcast. I've known you since birth. Yeah. And we just started hanging out yeah. like a year ago. It took a while. It took a while. It took, you know. It's all right. Okay, so why are we here, Chandler? You started to... Get oh, so, yeah, I've always wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. And I've never found the right people that have wanted to do it, put in the effort, interested in it. And I'm glad that you guys wanted to. And I really appreciate it. Something I've just always wanted to try. And movies have always been a passion of mine. And I want to thank Grandma for that, too, by the way. You remember the stack, yeah, the whole stack of, of movies? Of... Dude, organized by Disney. And then, you know, her and Grandpa had their movies that, you can't watch this. But I no, you know those, she sold them? Huh? Were, the, were those movies behind, like, a beaded curtain? <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't go in here. Don't no, watch they, these. They weren't these like, are the adult movies. No, they weren't, like, bad, bad. But... They were behind Grandpa's vodka. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, they were so no. bad they were hidden behind the booze. <laughs> no, they weren't anything bad, but, you know. Yeah, she sold all those. I know. That's so sad. I think she probably gave them away. Probably, <laughs> I, don't, I don't see her selling those. You guys were talking about, the, you came in and you saw there were a bunch of hard copy DVDs and you were like, oh, you went, you, I thought you were just streaming as much as you could. I was like, I did, but then I had, I had to go get hard copies on a bunch of movies that just don't stream anywhere, and I like it was like, or it was just cheaper to do it that way because my parents still had some that were saved by my little sister. Shout out to my little sister who, uh, who saw there were a bunch of DVDs out uh, to be sold at a garage sale for like a dollar, and she's like, "These are good movies," so she grabbed a bunch of them. So I have a stack of like seven or eight Adam Sandler movies that. <laughs> That I just had access to without having to go buy, which was great. So, yeah, I just I don't know. I really appreciate it because I mean, when me and you go on runs, it ends up being a movie quote fest anyway. You know, while we're having trouble breathing, yeah, so I have no idea what you're talking. About. 
Well, I've never run. You might never in my life. Well, you might at all. You might be fine, but (laughs) I know I can have a conversation with him for like a mile and a half, and then he's gone. Huh? He he leaves me. He's faster than me. I'm talking about the distance. What? A mile and a half. Yeah, I'm not running that far. We We run five. We run like three. We run between three and five miles, but for the first mile and a half, that's the only time I'm beside him. And we're not asking you to run at Thank all. God. No, we're not going to run. No. Because that would make the audio on this podcast unbearable. You know, <laughs> yeah, you just have a bunch of wind noises and, and heavy breathing. <laughs> what did you think of that one? <laughs> I, I, again, I really appreciate you guys trying this, and I think I think hopefully people like it. So Definitely. So uh, so first first podcast, Chandler reached out and said, let's, let's do uh, – let's – do Adam Sandler movies because we all know Adam Sandler. So we'll do a top five list. And I was like, that seems like it's going to be a lot for a first. I think it's, a, I think a good first episode because there's a lot of like things to talk about with that. Like you can go and you have a bunch of different things, but I think like given what I've been through this week and I'll, I'll tell you guys, I'll tell you guys here in a second, but I think that like focusing on a single movie will be a better format because I felt stretched thin as hell this whole this whole time trying to go through things. So I will apologize to everybody ahead of time. I am not fully prepared for the podcast. I uh, I only was able to watch um, thirty eight of the forty four <laughs> Adam Sandler movies. Are you kidding? Yeah, I watched. Well, I mean, what? all I've ever watched. So I've I have a listing of okay. all of the ones that he's like the primary actor in, and it's not just like a bit part where he played himself or something like that. So there are 44, his, like, IMDb has him listed as, like, 88. So we have 44. This week, I watched 19 movies. Hell yeah. Just trying to get the ones I haven't seen before. And I think there are, um, there are a total of six movies I wasn't able to watch. I never, I didn't get to watch any of the Hotel Transylvanias. (coughs) Ugh, you're not missing anything. Are you kidding me, They're not good. (laughs) They're dog shit. The (laughs) only good thing about that... Is Selena Gomez's character is hot? And that's about it. That's a cartoon character, right? It's yeah, not just Selena Gomez. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay, I just want to clear that up. By the way, this is going to be probably unedited, raw. Yeah, I'm just I'm not going in and bleeping out. You, everything you say every five seconds, I'm not doing it. So I apologize what? ahead of time. So you know. Anyway. That, no, I didn't get to watch any of those. And then I think there were... The, I didn't get to watch the second murder mystery movie. Is the second one? There's mm-hmm. a murder, murder mystery one and murder mystery I two. Think, I think it came out last year, maybe. And was the first one with him and Jennifer... Aniston. Yeah. 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 Yep. And she's a, yeah, they're, they're the same people. They're, they're in the, <clears> the second one. Which actually... I'm, I'm Spoiler alert, it's not on my list. But it was actually not a bad movie. It was pretty really? good. Really? The first movie was pretty good. I think the second one will probably be pretty decent too. Um, but I, yeah, there were. I think those ones were the biggest ones I could think. Like I can't think of the other ones off the top of my head. But I, if I had access to it, I tried to watch it. And if it was one that I watched like forever ago, mm-hmm. I tried to rewatch it to get a better. Like there are some that I just did not like at all, and was like I should probably watch it to see have my taste change. Was I just you know not the right time to watch that movie. Like, so what was one <laughs> that like you hated? Cause I got one that I really hate from an Adam Sandler movie. 
give our give our most hated movie first. That's not the agenda. Oh, I'm, I'm just saying it. I mean, one. Are you changing the show? No, no I'm just curious. All he right. said he didn't. I'll, like I'll, I'll, okay, I can say one with confidence. I would watch any of his other movies. I will say two or three times before I would watch this one once again. Um, and that is uh, Sandy Wexler. Sandy Wexler really? was a two-hour and like. 15 minute waste of my time and I want my, oh. I, I want my time back that's that's like I feel wow. like he did that movie so the way he could do a uh, like better movie somewhere else that's down fair. the line because that movie was trash and it was just like the the humor in it was, was like oh hey let's do these like time jokes there, there's a couple of jokes where he's like ah uh, don't the, the, you can't count on the music injury. It's on its or music industry is on its way downhill. You you know what you can't count on? Blockbuster. Blockbuster is going to be there forever. And that was like one of the jokes in the movie. I was like, okay, and that was like the par for like most of his like under the breath kind of like really? comedy the whole time. And it there wasn't anything inherently smart. It wasn't entertaining in any way. It just was boring and just not good at all. So I would say I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to watch it again because there wasn't anything redeeming about it. That's fair. It wasn't even bad enough to be ba- like you know bad. Like oh this is funny because it's bad. Like I like I said I would watch other movies. Jack and Jill, another dog shit movie. That really? I would never want to watch. Yes, Jack oh, and Jill, boy. like so bad. It was it that was so bad. It won every single Razzie the year it came. I mean out. I'm not saying it's bad. But... I think you're naming Mason's whole list. No, you're talking. what? <laughs> What? No, look, single-handedly worst Adam Sandler movie ever. And if you like this movie, I, I, uh, Little Nicky, Little Nicky sucks. No, I agree. Little Nicky, the whole voice. Shtick, I couldn't even make it. I, I couldn't make it through it. I couldn't. Yeah. It's the whole voice. Like get back in the bottle. Like that was the second movie I watched this week. Oh, I thought you were gonna say it was second on your list. It's the second movie I watched it's this week. Number two, baby. <laughs> second movie I watched this week because when I watched it when I was younger, I thought. This is the worst movie Thank I've you. ever seen in my life, and then I watched it again, and I thought, you know what? <laughs> I had yeah, a good, I had good it. opinions. <laughs> I had really good opinions back when I was younger. I, I didn't like it. I, it was bearable. It was way more bearable than Sandy Wexler. But I will say, there you were talking about the the, the voice thing. Mm-hmm. If Adam Sandler has the opportunity to do a voice <laughs> in a movie, he's going to do, do that voice. Yeah. Like that's oh, what's yeah. happening. Yeah. Hubie Halloween. That's another one. Doing a stupid voice the entire movie for no reason, like it just that's his voice. But, but yeah, we they, we we can actually get into the list. But like, I spent so much time. Would you like to know how much time I spent watching Adam Sandler this week? Well, yeah. Okay, so one thousand nine hundred and seventy-three <laughs> minutes. Riker works from home. <laughs> I also watched a, I watched like four movies a night. Oh my god. I was I had a couple late nights. I didn't um, talk gonna lie. It's thir- <clears throat> that's that's thirty two hours and fifty three minutes of Adam Sandler, just so you know. That's Putting in tra- that wood. That's what that translates to. <laughs> so that's why that's why I would very much so like it to not be uh, a uh, a best of list, you know, all of the time. I think a single movie yeah. that I could devote uh, you know, less than thirty two hours to would be <laughs> Spot on. I would, I, would love, I would enjoy that a lot more. All I'm going to say with the movies that you just rattled off, couldn't make it through Little Nicky. And all the other ones never seen. So, See, yeah. that, was a, that was the thing. I didn't want to come into a list of like best of movies without identifying like 
all of his movies. I wanted to have a clear picture of as many of them as possible. So that way I could say, without a shadow of a doubt, you know, I've picked my favorite movies. See, and that's the difference between me and you. You went back to make sure. <clears throat> my top five, they've been my top five since forever. Like, I, period. I like, didn't get to watch 90% of the top five list that I have. Like, the, yeah. the ones I watched, like, none of them are making the list. Spoilers. Well, now I'm curious to hear your lists. Let's go, let's what, go through the list. Are we right. just going through it? All right. Yeah. I'll start. Yeah, let's start. All right. We're going to start with... So, we're going to... The way we, way we established before the podcast started recording was that we're going to do number five, and then we're going to go through everybody, and then go to number four. And then if anything, like, lines up, we can just kind of tell each other. Okay. Like, oh, yeah, you know what? I Like, your number five is my number three. Or something we'll try like not that. to go on too many tangents, but it'll happen. Of course. All right. I'll start. My top number five, Billy Madison, 1995. And this is going from five to one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. IMDB rating of a 6.3. Okay. That's all I used as far as online, uh, online ratings that's go. That's 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. Excuse me? It got a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh. I'm just kidding. I, I have both of those, so that's why oh, I was of course. With all right. Was that in anybody else's top five? No. It was. My top five is going to piss you guys off. Okay. All right. <laughs> that, was, that was probably, I think, if I'm remembering correctly from my list, and I'm looking at my list, so I'm pretty sure that I'm, I'm right, that is going to be my number uh, It's going to be my number three. That's your number three? That's my number three. I mean, Hell it's, yeah. It's definitely a classic. Like, you can't go wrong. No. Here's some little background for you. Okay. Obviously, starring Adam Sandler. Darren McGavin, which was the dad. Do you know who that? Do you know who? What movie he's from? Mm-mm. Oh yes, I do. That that is a little movie that you've seen every Christmas since you were uh, born. Is it the Christmas story? A Christmas that is story. the Christmas no story, Dad. Dude, yeah. I'm not kidding you. I'm I, serious. I actually. So when I went to run my marathon at Disney, I'm going to bring up that I've run a marathon a lot. <laughs> um, when I went and did that, the night before the race. I was in the hotel room, and Happy Gilmore played, followed immediately by Billy Madison. Mm. And when that movie started, I saw the dad, and I was like, that guy looks so familiar. And I looked it up. That's the only reason I know that. I looked it up like a week ago. That is the Christmas story dad. Huh. Blew mm-hmm. my mind. And then uh, another reason for me, okay. one of my favorites, made the top five, was... Uh, Starred also Bridget Wilson, uh, childhood crush. She was the teacher. Veronica Vaughn. Veronica Vaughn. So hot. hot. One to touch the honey. <laughs> you so. want some of this milk? Wait, is that the one where like he's going over the notes with Chris Farley and he's like, "That's correct." And then yeah, like, yeah, yeah, okay. He couldn't yeah. he couldn't get the answers right with her. Yeah, she but was he got about to take her shirt off, but he got all the answers right with Chris Farley too. 1973. Some cameos that I noticed was Norm MacDonald. Yeah. Played his best friend by the pool. Always drunk, which I read. He actually was there, uh, of course. Oh, yeah. Actually They're drunk on friends. set. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Farley, obviously. And then Steve Buscemi. Oh. Speaking of which, sorry, I have a, I have a fun fact based off of that that's like a a, a fan theory but you go mm-hmm. ahead you look like you were excited oh no i was gonna say long story short i just watched a show called boardwalk empire with steve yeah, buscemi buddy. 
Oh my god, so good! You got to watch it. Never seen it. Anyway, sorry. No, very good show. But um, no, fun fact or a fun theory that people have: and Billy Madison, he's going through and he's calling his bullies or people he because he was a bully. He calls he calls the people he bullied, and he calls. Steve Buscemi's character <laughs> to apologize to him, right? He's, his name is Danny. Uh, I can't remember his last name off the top of my head. I, and I didn't get to watch it just recently. But he calls him and he's like, hey, I uh, just want to apologize for being a you know a jackass to you when mm-hmm. I was younger. And then he takes him off of his like hit list. Yeah. There's a list behind him, right? So fan theory is that <laughs> this, is this sounds nuts because I was just watching this movie uh, a little bit ago too. So, fan theory is that Danny, Steve Buscemi's character, goes on a killing spree and kills the rest of the people <laughs> on his list, because he does come save Billy at the end of the movie. Right. And that character is arrested, and his killer name is Garland Green from a little movie called Con Air. Oh my god. God. Because he is a murderer and a psychopath. <laughs> and Have you he, seen Con Air? I've heard of it. Oh, I haven't seen it. My God, that was that was also going to be a movie I was going to recommend we watch. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so in that movie, they're flying right uh, to take all the prisoners. The prisoners take over the plane. Uh, We'll get more into that at some point Mm -hmm. if we watch it. Um, But there is that character, Garland Green. Supposedly, all of the police believe that he died. Mm -hmm. But at the end, in like a post credit scene, that you see him rolling dice at a craps table. So. Here's here's a little bit deeper. So they believe that Garland got tired of like you know his life in Vegas and was like on the run hiding. He goes and he joins a bowling league in a little movie called The Big Lebowski, <laughs> <laughs> and continues to this kill is people. Deep. He continues to kill people because every one of the jerseys or I guess the bowling shirts that he wears throughout the movie, none of them say. Donnie, a very similar name to Danny, so he's changed his name slightly, but wants it to be so close that he could still, like, if somebody were to say, hey, you know, hey, hey, what's going on, Donnie? He could think, oh, you know, oh, Danny, Donnie, yeah, yeah. So he would respond, and then also nobody else shows up at his funeral. It's just Walter <laughs> and the dude, and it's, like, it's just, yeah. So fan theory is that all three of those movies take place in the same Jesus universe, Christ. and that Danny... The uh, Steve Buscemi character from Billy Madison is a murderer and uh, gets uh, gets all the way through to the Big Lebowski. Well, I had also heard this, and I don't know how true it is, so don't hold me to it, but I had heard that all the other names on that list were like, um, <clears throat> I don't know, like if actual producers or anything. but Production like assistants and stuff like that. Yeah, people like that people that helped with the movie, they just threw their names in on the list because why not? Yeah, that wouldn't but, surprise me. But... But, but yeah, yeah like, like I said, fan theory. It's fun to think about, you know, but crazy. But I was just going to give her a quick rundown of some of my favorite parts uh, real quick. So, you know, right out of the gate, um, he's laying in the pool, half, you know, pretty shwasted, mm-hmm. maybe 9 o'clock a.m. And uh, he's like, nudie magazine day. <laughs> it's a highlight of his day. You don't like the suntan lotion song? Suntan lotion is good for me. 
I don't remember the rest you of it. You protect me. Oh, you went. That's what he does. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, like I said. All the sun tries to burn me, but you won't let it, will ya? My God. So there was that one. Uh, you know, he goes out, gets the magazine. It's too damn hot for a penguin to just be walking around here. I gotta send him back to the South Pole. There's no penguin. <laughs> no Mr. Madison. There's, There's no, no penguins. Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot. Um, oh, yeah. And that was the other thing. What? Remember when he sits down at the table? There's all those executives and his dad's oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, big meeting, corporate meeting, whatever, starts slurping his soup. Dude, <laughs> that is Gavin. No matter no matter what he eats, <laughs> he could be eating a sandwich and somehow he still manages to <laughs> slurp it. Slurp it. Drives me nuts. I, I like had I had PTSD when that when that scene came up. But uh <laughs> You know, I was gonna say too. You know, I don't know if he, I don't know if I could do what he did. I don't know if I could go through first grade through twelfth grade now. I mean, I could probably make it to like <laughs> fifth, sixth grade, maybe. But <laughs> dude, Megan's bringing Megan's bringing yeah. home homework, and she'll ask me for help. I can't help. I, I can't help when. her. I I I have to make up stuff. This I'm is like, the saddest mm. thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I'm being dead sad. I don't, I don't think I could go through grade school again, and I can't help my child. <laughs> That's one of the saddest things I've ever heard. Did I'm you? Serious. Did you ever do homework like with mom? Did you ever have those memories of sitting at the dinner table, sobbing your eyes out, and she's just screaming at you? Yeah. Did you ever have those? Yeah. Thanks for bringing it up. It's almost like helping dad hold the flashlight. I know, right? But uh, you, I don't know. That, that's yeah. That's that's another flashback. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, you know, there's a, you know Chris Farley is the bus driver. Everyone good? Great, fine. Get on. Um, you know, what else was there? So here's another here's another fun thing while you're looking through your list. So. The O'Doyle family. Oh, God. O'Doyle's <laughs> rule! The, o- O'Doyle. the O'Doyle family comes back quite a bit in uh, the rest of Sandler's movies. There's actually, uh, I think, like, the director from this movie is in, like, a, like a, he's on director of a lot of his other movies. But the O'Doyles actually come back in the movie Click. Uh, really? They're the neighbor, They're the next-door neighbors. I did not know that. Yeah. I forget. Uh, the, the, he's, like, always, like, the kid is always screwing around with it like trying to make him feel bad about not having money and stuff because the O'Doyles are rich and they live right beside them you think they do that on purpose or what? do you think they're just like fresh out of ideas oh no he definitely those are callbacks for like, like he's throwing those in everywhere because it also ha- happens in Hubie Halloween the O'Doyle family is also in, in Hubie Halloween so they're they're throughout like the Sandler verse if we want to call it that <laughs> The multi Sandler verse. Yeah, he's they're popping up everywhere. But yeah, the O'Doyles are a lot, and O'Doyle rules. <laughs> fun, fun fact. Now I don't have much else with this one except you know one of my other favorite parts was when they light the bag of shit, shit on, on fire. fire. Oh my god, old man, old man Clemens hates shit. He called the shit poop. <laughs> this one's getting out of control. <laughs> don't put it out with your boots, Dad. <laughs> No, there was that one, um, and then the only other one I really had was uh, 
you know, whenever he's uh, telling the dog story to his first grade teacher, whoa, 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 Miss Lippy, the part of the story I don't like is that the kid quit looking for the dog after an hour. <laughs> that kid's got a responsibility. So You, you got a pet. <laughs> if your dog is lost, you don't go look for an hour and then call it quits. You get your ass out there and you find that fucking dog. <laughs> so that book is also in I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Nuh-uh. Swear to God. Lies. So uh, it's in my notes. Oh. I looked it up online. It's in the movie. It, it's online. It has to be true. It, it's 100% true. Anything online is 100% true. He took notes. The earth is flat. Uh, you're as shocked as I am. I, didn't know. I seriously didn't know that. <laughs> no, yeah. The, the puppy who lost his way. I didn't mm-hmm. get to watch. That was one of the movies I didn't get to watch what? recently. I did watch that. Really? I have seen that movie. I just haven't watched it recently. I think I watched it when it first came out. And that's the last time I watched it. It's a great movie. Right. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so, all right. I'll, I'll end with this for my number five. There wasn't much, did you know this, trivia moments other than that dodgeball scene where he's creaming all the kids. Mm-hmm. The reason they cut, each time he hit a kid and they cut the they camera cry. so quick... It was because each kid started crying. He was literally <laughs> hitting. He was literally hitting them with those dodgeballs as hard as he could, that's and they great. were. Yeah, that's why they had to uh, do that. Those are those old ones too. Those yeah. old red no, ones. They hurt. Boom. Yep. Uh. So the only other thing I had, and this was remember. So the guy, Eric, in the movie, the bad guy who's trying to, yeah, compete with him for the job. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, Jim Carrey was considered for that role. What? But. He was already obligated to his uh, filming schedule with Ace Ventura. I'm kind of glad they uh, they didn't do him for I, that. Ace I, Ventura. He, he couldn't do a serious role if he wanted to. Uh, he has. Well, he has. He that's has. true. But for this movie, he couldn't have done no. it. No. No. Uh, that's all I got for my number five. So that movie also had a $10 million budget, um, and it grossed worldwide $26 million. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. those two, yeah. Was that all your five? No, that was no, that was his number five. Oh, pay attention! Yeah, then I'm gonna do number we five. talked oh. about this. <laughs> we talked. <laughs> so my um, number five. I took notes. Is a little bit more recent. Uh, it's uh, it was one of the the last movies I got to watch, um, at, like for my like viewing, and it was uh, Anger Management from 2003. Never mm-hmm. seen that. Never seen nope. Anger Management. I've always wanted to. I'm not going to lie. I've only seen bits and pieces when it's on TV. Yeah. You guys have never watched that movie? Gosh. Not from start there to it finish. Is. It's, uh, it's, it's, actually, you know what? Uh, it's sitting in front of us on DVD, but it also just got added to Netflix <laughs> like in the last day because I've been like looking every day for the last week. And the it, Sandler gods heard you. They heard. They saw that I was like, oh my God, he's watched all of them? Throw another one in there. Just put another one on them. Put another one in there. Um, yeah, so that movie... Uh, Obviously, starring uh, Adam Sandler, uh, Jack Nichol- Jack Nicholas. I don't know why I was gonna say call him Jack Nicholson. Um, I thought it was Nicholson. Is, it is, it, is it. Jack? Oh my God, Jack Nicholson, not Jack Nicholas, the the golfer. <laughs> I've messed that up. Trying not to, <laughs> trying not to mess it up. I messed it up. Like, that movie, uh, tons of different like people in that movie. You got Luis Guzman as part of the uh, the, the anger group. You got uh, oh gosh, his uh, wife or soon to or like in the movie, it's his girlfriend, but. By the end, he proposes. Spoiler mm-hmm. alerts uh, for a 2003 movie, 20 years old at this point. Oh my god, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, Marissa Tomei. That's uh, she's in the movie as his like girlfriend, and then you got um, there's a couple other people in the um 
anger group that are like celebrities but heather graham plays a, a role in a uh, girl that he picks up and there are just so many like just things in that movie that like the jokes are like smart and then there are some that are just kind of goofy it's I, th- I think a lot of like sandler's movies for me fell off whenever he started to like be like the production company lead yeah because a lot of like the movies got kind of goofy stupid humor whereas this was like a like a dive back into actual like oh somebody else it was in charge of this movie and like making it funny the whole time through the, but oh sorry no go ahead i was just gonna give a synopsis of what the movie's about because you guys had the one scene it. that i did see that i thought was hilarious was when him and jack nicholson are on the plane mm-hmm. and the stewardess comes up and yeah. what did yeah. she ask him like peanuts or like a pillow or something and he's like starting to freak out, and then oh. they get the air marshal or something. So, so the the catalyst of the whole movie is that he is you know kind of getting bullied all of the time, and he's like always kind of like in a shell, and he's angry at himself because he doesn't stand up for himself mm-hmm. ever. And he's on a plane, uh, and he is like flying to do a presentation for his boss, who is like never doing any work; he's doing all of the work. So he's trying to rest up, and Jack Nicholson's character is sitting beside him on the plane. His name is Buddy Rydell, and Buddy is, like, laughing at this movie. <laughs> just like, bothering him, won't let him sleep. And he's like, why don't I just watch a movie with you? So he asks for headphones oh, from, okay. from the stewardess. And the stewardess is ignoring him. Like, constantly ignore, ignores him, like, when he asks three times. And then when she goes to walk past him, he gently puts his hand out and like to stop her. And she, like, looks at him like he just struck her. <laughs> And she's like, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to calm down. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm calm. I, don't, I, just want, I just want a pair of headphones. And she's like, you have to lower your voice. Like, I'm not yelling. I don't know why you're... And then the, then the air marshal comes by. He's like, sir, or, sir, we're going through a trying time right now. Because it was 2003. Right oh, after, yeah. 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 So he's like, you're gonna have to calm down. He's like, I am calm. I don't know what you. <laughs> and then like they they start to. He's like, oh, you're. He's like, I don't know what your people, what you people problem is. And then he's like, you people. He's like, no, not you people. You oh, people. Yeah. Yeah. And and like yeah. Then they eventually get to the point where he he does raise his voice and he gets tased. And then he is he is tried for assaulting the stewardess and she's wearing like a sling in the courtroom and he's sentenced to anger management counseling. And that's just how the whole thing that's goes. How the movie, and Buddy, mm-hmm. the guy who was on the plane with him, is his anger management counselor because he is just so happens to be the first most expert in anger management. Mm-hmm. And he goes to his group. And eventually it leads to him uh, in an intensive like therapy where Buddy has to live with him and stay with him at all times of the day. And... A slowly progressing him through like the anger manage like anger management course, and there, are, I you guys haven't seen it, but there are some really funny like quotes and moments in the movie. At one point, he goes to confront his bully, who is a monk. <laughs> he's become a monk, <laughs> and his and Buddy is like, "You need to get into this guy, lay into him." And he's like, "He's like he's a monk. What do you want me to do?" He's like, "He was just an angry kid because he had a sister that you know had like she was in a mental institution and." And he's, he had a lot of problems. He's like, I don't like, I don't want to yell at the guy. He's like, confront him, or you're out, or you're gonna get in trouble. And the dude's, the dude's name is Panamananana or whatever. That's his, that's his name. He's like, he's just, hi, I'm Panamananana. He's like, oh, he's, and then he, Jack Nicholson's character walks up and he's like, he's like, can you give us a second peanuts? And he, they're walking away. And Adam Sandler's like, his name's not peanuts. It's Panamananana. <laughs> just going through this. 
yeah, they're like, and then they he ends up in a fist fight with a monk by the end of the scene. <laughs> it is a very very funny like just moment like you're unexpected and it's <clears throat> and it's just yeah it's it's Adam Sandler doing really funny jokes and like he's he's playing like the straight man for most of the movie where he's mm-hmm. just like completely just like out of his element and Jack Nicholson's character isn't even written to be like funny but he is insane comes off that way and yeah and the, yeah just the interactions where he's making him do these like things like he at one point because dave uh he doesn't want to take his clothes off in front of him he's like are you uh are you afraid of like homosexuals dave and he's like no i didn't i'm a i've got a phobia of taking my wiener out in front of you that's what like, that's what like, that's what he says the whole time and then he takes him puts him in the car which by the way also leads us to another cameo where he drives them to a seedy part of town where they hire a uh a, they hire a um a Woody Harrelson's character who pops up he is a, a man dressed in drag and he is like like I was like essentially he gets in the car and like just starts to like mess with like Adam Sandler's character just like he's just like they, Nick, Nicholson's character is like you know just kind of talk to him for a minute and he's they're having a conversation and he's and he says something like he's like Dave just isn't used to male on male intimacy and he's like oh, I'm not a man I'm a woman <laughs> and then he lifts up his skirt and he's like whoop nope yes I am a man and, and you hear a like a plopping noise on the seat it is like out of control like it, it all of a sudden you hear Adam like, oh there it is oh okay like he's just he's had it but it's like a very, very funny like movie altogether, and there's a lot of there's actually a few twists. My sister is pretty good at like catching twists in movies. Mm-hmm. She actually watched that with me. Uh, she she ca- she did catch a couple of them, but like there's a big twist that happens at the end, and I was like, ha you missed that one, you sucker. So that was uh, that was fun. But it's a very fun movie. It's my number five because it's you know, it's if I was watching like if I'm ramping up, you know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to get like to my but like best stuff. I feel like that's a funny one, but it's not his funniest. Movie. Yeah. Um, and I, like I said, the uh, Billy Madison is a little bit ahead of it on my list, obviously. But um, Anger Management had seventy-five million dollar budget in it. Oh wow! It made worldwide uh, about two hundred million dollars, um, so it was one hundred ninety-five million. You know who I could see in that airplane scenario? Chandler. Oh yeah. Oh he's yeah. Just, like, he's quiet, reserved. The hell? And like, it, like something out of pocket and stupid would happen. He never raises his voice. He's a docile guy. Yeah, but if you, if I don't you push know, man. Hard enough. The last couple of years, I've the most simple things make me angry. So that had a six point two on IMDb, uh, and it had a forty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I did watch this uh, this week, and his wife is not in it. What? I've been actually going through. I think I, I I have a listing that says when his wife is in a movie and when it's not because I. I I checked every time. Well, that list has to be small. She's on. She's in twenty-two of his movies. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-two of his movies. Uh, actually, they um, the first one that they would have been in together would have been Big Daddy. Um, that's where they. Really? Yeah. She was. She was in that movie, and it was because I believe at the same time that movie like they came out the same year as Deuce Bigelow. She was in Deuce Bigelow with uh, Rob Schneider. I don't remember her being in it, but she was in it, and that's like how they got introduced, apparently. Hmm. But yeah, so that was one of the one of the few movies uh, that she doesn't pop up in. Because yeah, I don't I don't remember her in Deuce Bigelow, but I remember reading that. Um, yeah, they met on set, or supposedly on set for Big Daddy. I do have a a fun fact I think about him and his wife acting together. 
Um, it really won't come up unless one of you guys have the movie the on movie. the list. No. So I will, uh, I'll wait and we'll, we'll okay. come across it. But that's my number five. Uh, like I said, uh, I think it's a solid movie. Uh, it's one you should both watch, you Jagoffs. We're watching <laughs> Adam Sandler movies. Uh, I'll add it to the list. I'm assuming that I have watched every single one of the ones that you guys have on your list. Hope so. So, with my number five, I already told you, my top five is going to piss you off. But I'll give you the Rotten Tomatoes score first. So the tomato meter gave it a 20%, and the audience score gave it a 51. And it was That's My Boy. Never the, seen it. What? I didn't know you had. I knew you were going to say you what? seen it. I have seen it. I'm just gonna, I've only right, seen it one time. Though. I'm just going to clarify something right now so you don't yell at me <laughs> for the next 10 minutes. I have not... If you're expecting me to see a lot of his movies past 2007, you're going to be disappointed. This movie's actually from 2012, so we're beyond the cutoff. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I, No, that's what I mean. Like, Chuck and Larry, okay, I think that was 2007. I, you know, I've seen Just Go With It and um, Hotel Transylvania and Murder Mystery and all that. Okay, fine. Some of his best, some would say. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just anyway. Kidding. No, you go ahead. I'm just saying that if it's anything newer, I'm, uh, you're going to be upset with me. So I already am. I <laughs> so, basically, and that's my boy, Adam Sandler's character uh, is a dad to, um, I can't remember, he's Andy Sandberg. And uh, he ends up hooking up with this high school teacher, and uh, the teacher goes to jail. You, and she, you say high school teacher? I think was he's like school? I think he's like thirteen. Whatever he <laughs> it was like. Up well, with I thought it was like high, maybe it was middle school. Oh, it's 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 super super young, and it's like, that's why she goes to jail. Like so, <laughs> she goes to jail. She has a kid. Long story short, um, Andy Samberg's character is getting married, and he um, invites his dad. So his dad like shows up, and uh, like this whole like weird family that his son is getting married into. Like they're all weird, and uh, long story short. Um, he's trying to like, you know, rekindle his relationship with his son or whatever. And he ends up finding out that the girl that his son's going to marry is hooking up with her brother <laughs> and like Adam Sandler. Why are, hold on. Why are you shaking your head? Like, you, oh yeah. You totally he's like, yeah, that's that, normal. That, yeah. That's yeah, That didn't okay. shock that or amaze me. Your reaction to that was so <laughs> nothing. It's terrifying. Listen, me. I've had a tall boy and a half. Since we've started the show. So he's Please. ready to roll with anything. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> so anyway. Sorry, sorry. I had to, I had don't to call me. That was. I'm glad I wasn't the only one that noticed that too. It's concerning. So don't call me out. They can't see me. Have, you I did not have to narrate my movements. I think that I did. I think it's, it's important for people to know what they're getting into. So in like Horrible. this one scene of the movie, his son, Andy Sandberg, is getting a shower and he's wearing shorts. And, his, and Adam Sandler walks in and he's like, why are you wearing shorts in your shower? Oh, by, by the way, another Adam Sandler movie where he <laughs> does a, do does a voice voices. that he doesn't need to do yeah. a voice. Yeah. And he's like, he goes, why are you wearing shorts in your shower? And he's like, you made me wear the shorts. Like, you made me hate my body, blah, blah, blah. And he turns around and he's got the new boys on the block tattoo. And they're all warped. And he goes, he goes like, and he just laughs at him. He, and he goes, the heads are fucking warped. And he goes, yeah, because you got me a tattoo. And I was like, six. And he was like, nah, it's okay. He goes, I got a little tattoo guy. Deflane. Deflane. It's a fucking Deflane, Deflane guy, you see? 
So he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna tattoo of tattoo on yeah. his body. It's the, the joke. But yeah, also the new kids on the block. So, the it's not the boys on the block. Or or, I'm sorry. It's good. He said that. I was like, wait, hold on. Uh, who? Uh, anyway, movie goes on. Uh, Ice Cube or no Ice T was in the movie. Um, no, uh, Vanilla Ice. There it is. There Jesus. it is. One Christ of the Ice. Did you sure you watched the movie? I did. I one just, of the Ices. One of the Ices. There's like three one of big, them. One big happy family. Well, anyway, he wrote down notes. So <laughs> on my phone. Okay. So anyway, in the movie, um, like the night before the wedding, uh, they're doing like this, um. Like, grooms go out with them, and, like, you know, the girls go out and do whatever. Oh, they were, yeah, bachelor bachelor party and bachelor party, yeah. I believe. I've never been to one, so. Yeah, I've never been to a good one. <laughs> so, they, like, they're doing all this stuff. And I've like, never invited you to a bachelor party? I was, like, 16. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, I've well, been married I've, I've, twice. Wait, hold on a minute. According with, let me see what your face is whenever it is, like, 16 too young for a bachelor party? Okay, he didn't, he didn't. He didn't do a weird nod like with the. Uh, the thing. Yeah. I just want to check. Hell yeah! I wanted to check. Is it like? Is it a weird thing? Okay, I have so, I have some morals. Okay, go. Yeah. So they're going to like this bachelor party, and uh, Andy Samberg's friend does it, and it sucks. So um, Adam Sandler's character is like, "This fucking sucks." So he like takes him to a bar. They all get drunk, and he ends up. Um, like finding out that um, Andy Samberg's wife is like cheating on him with his brother, and the way he finds no, no. out with her brother, with, I just want to clarify that they're related. Yeah. So brother, sister, and they're yes Donkin. So yes. anyway, I'm not nodding my head. No, he's not I, shaking I his head. No. Yeah. So he goes into the room, and Adam Sandler's like, "Ah, I fucking knew it. You're a piece of shit." And she's like, "It's not what you think, Donnie." And he's like, no, I know what it is. And then her brother peeks up out of the corner and he goes, what? <laughs> so, yeah, the reveal wasn't that she was, or the reveal was she was cheating. And then yeah. it was even further, even further so that she was cheating with her, her brother, brother. Who, by the way, was a, uh, was a military man. Uh, there was, there was a big deal about him being a military man, which, by the way, by the end of the movie, you find out. He wasn't he, even in. He's not actually a yeah. military guy. He just has the outfit. Yeah. He's been wearing it the whole time. And, yeah. uh. The whole scene, like, where he finds out, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to be sick. And she's like, no, Donnie, I'll pay you all this money, blah, blah, blah. And Donnie doesn't take the money, and, like, he just kindles his relationship with his son. I mean, so it it came up number five on my list because me and all my buddies used to watch it in the Marine Corps all the time. We used to quote it all the time. It's not the funniest. I mean, it's a movie you could watch once in a while for, like, stupid laughs, but... It's not Billy Madison, I'll say that. But the uh, only reason it hit my list was because it is nostalgic to me. Yeah, I'll, I will say it's like kind of that. It's kind of that stupid humor, but not the like physical stupid stupid humor he's been doing a lot more. Yeah, like of now. Well, that's the brilliance of it of us having our own list because you're gonna have your reasons and like obviously Riker and I shared one already. Same movie. Yeah, yeah it's because we're both old though. We are old. We're about ten years difference. Yeah. From, from <laughs> Even though Riker looks 40. I, I look like I'm 10 years older than you. Like a 40-year-old Tarzan. But <laughs> All right, let's take it easy. I'm just jealous of your hair. That's it. All right. All right. You uh, good? Also, fun, fa- fun fact on uh, That's My Boy. Uh, let's see here. That was uh, from 2012, and it was a $70 million budget. It made 
57 million dollars oh worldwide oh. like i said wasn't way to pick him <laughs> wasn't wild they received no profit. yeah also uh his wife uh was in that movie it looks like yeah she was in that one who's his wife uh jackie sandler <laughs> i don't know who she was in the movie she was if i were to guess i'm gonna always say sneaks her in somewhere like for she, a split second she was probably like one of the masseuses at probably like, yeah. like the thing if i'm guessing i have no idea i wonder how cool she was with Adam kissing Samuel Hayek on Grown Ups. Oh, so there was a thing I was reading just because I was I was interested. What is her name? Samuel Hayek. (laughs) Samuel Sam Heimlich. Selma Hayek. Whatever. Same thing. Um, Also, I was right. She was uh, Jackie Sandler was a masseuse. She was. Yeah, I went went through the IMDb. Uh, That's that's what she that's what she looks like. Um, Oh, but yeah. So so also. So I read an article where, because I was curious about like, I was curious about like their relationship. She's always in his movies, but like, like always like a. He's with like a ten out of ten. Always a side character, and apparently she is like said she's like you owe it to like the moviegoers to go. She's like just go for it. What like don't don't hold back because of like because of me. She's she's apparently very confident woman because she is she was a hey she was a uh, she was a model I think too Mm, really um and yeah actor oh. Last thing I'll say about That's My Boy mm-hmm. that you might not know. Fun mm-hmm. fact about that movie. Uh, the teacher that uh, he has his affair with, mm-hmm. the actress that plays the teacher is the daughter of the actress that plays the older version of the teacher what? in the movie. Yeah. Susan Sarandon mm. is the older actress. The The younger actress, uh, her name is uh, Ava Amari. Your mind's blown. Yep. She is her daughter. Yep, nuts, right? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Both very good looking women. Very. My turn? Yeah, number, number, four. number four. Number four. Some people might think this should be higher, but for me, it is Happy Gilmore. And it is higher on All my right. list. All right. Okay, alright. At least we're on the same page, two out of two. Mm-hmm. So, Happy Gilmore came in, they made it in 1996. IMDb is a 7.0. So I think that's still pretty good with all the stupid humor it had. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So obviously you got Adam Sandler, Christopher McDonald, who played Shooter McGavin. Um, got Carl Weathers as Chubbs, which I'm sorry, the only thing I think he's famous for is Predator in the Rocky movies. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm sure he's done more than that, but he's also in the TV show uh, Arrested Development. He, oh, is he? He plays. Carl Weathers in that movie oh. or in that TV show where he is I like didn't an know. I've never watched that show he's, to be honest with he's you. like an acting coach but he's like very stingy about money he's, like, oh, okay. he's always like like finding ways to like save money it's 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 kind of silly but so yeah that's where I come in you know some of the cameos obviously Bob Barker um you got Ben Stiller you know, I don't even know if they. I don't. They did. Is... They didn't even put him. I don't even know if they gave him the credits. Like, a name in the credits. Yeah. Because oh, in IMDb, he is not listed. Oh yes, he is. Are you sure? He's in he... the full casting credits, and his name is Hal L. <laughs> oh. Okay. And I know this because he is also in the movie Hubie Halloween. Oh. As Hal L. I didn't know that. Yes, and huh. it's within the first like five minutes of the movie. There is an escape from a mental asylum, and he is the uh, the guy inside of the mental asylum. Huh. And, uh, yeah. He must have not had a prominent scene in Happy Gilmore because I don't. 
Did he? Happy did Gilmore? Yeah. Are he, you he, kidding me? Dude, I haven't seen Happy Gilmore in a while. Well, Happy you will Gilmore. Go to, you can trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah. You will go to sleep or I will put you oh, to sleep? Oh, 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 okay. On, okay. Dude. Well, now your back's going to hurt because you just pulled landscaping, dude. <laughs> I forgot he was like the got, nursing home security got, guard. He's got everybody making quilts. This is some high quality <laughs> shit here. Hundred bucks per quilt or whatever. It was the mustache. That's right. what made me remind. Okay, he puts on a mustache. Mason doesn't know who the hell it is. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Superman. <laughs> Mustaches and like glasses. But yeah, I I got read down here some of my most favorite parts of the whole movie. I think. Uh, him singing into the intercom right at the very beginning when he doesn't get on the hockey team. He's like. I'm just scared. <laughs> scared of being a nobody. <laughs> and he goes on and says, I want to kiss you all over. <laughs> you know, there's, that was one of my favorites. Um, you know, then there's a, he hits, he hits that line drive and knocks a, hits a guy with one of the balls. He's like, you just hit that guy. You should have been standing there. <laughs> Gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives a shit? You know, talking about the, uh, the jacket they win if they win the tour. Oh yeah, but uh, but yeah, no, I you know stupid sports movie. You know, I think I feel like even if you hate golf, it I hate golf and it, movie, it's funny. You know, um, some you know some stuff I read up on. Like I said, I I'd like to think some of the uh, information is valid, but you never know with the internet. But I was told, or I was. I was reading that Bob Barker refused to do that fight scene unless they made him win the fight. Yeah. So. Also, I mean, it made. I mean, it made. It, it makes it, makes it. I think it would have been. It would have been way worse if he. Did if he, yeah. Adam yeah. Sandler beating yeah. the shit out of a <laughs> an old man. man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The price is wrong, bitch. Uh, Adam Sandler also did the voice, or Adam Sandler also did the laugh. For the clown for the miniature putt putt course, remember oh, that? Okay, yeah. Um, You're gonna die, clown. <laughs> he did the recording for that. Uh, Kevin Cosner was apparently offered for the role of Shooter McGavin. I don't think. Don't he know how him. I feel about that. I think he's way too serious. Yeah. Also, Tim Allen. I don't know how that would have went, but it would have been better than Kevin Cosner. So. Oh yeah. Um, also Chris Farley was Adam Sandler's first choice to play the role of his caddy. Um, but he was too busy in the process of making black sheep. So I've never he, seen that one. So he could, I, I haven't seen that one either, to be honest with you. Alan Covert, by the way, is his caddy. Yeah, that's and right. That's right. Yep. Shows up in like all of Adam all Sandler's of them. movies. All no, of them. No. Uh, the only other thing I had... That Bob Barker fight scene they did took two days to film. Two days to tie it all together. I have no idea. They didn't really elaborate why. Hmm. Um, I did actually write down the budget on this one, um, roughly. Uh, the budget was $12 million and it grossed worldwide $41 million, roughly. That is correct. So, uh, that is you, all I have for that one. Did you get the IMDb, IMDb score on that one? Uh, IMDb was 7.0. Yep. And then 60, 62% on Rotten Tomatoes. So hmm. that is my that is my number four. And you said that's your... You had a number for that one, too. Oh, yeah. That one is actually going to be my number two. Okay. My number two. Really? Yep. 
Number four on my list is one that might shock you guys. I don't know. Um, Uncut Gems. Oh! Never seen it. My number one. Ooh! Ooh. <laughs> I would, it would have been... Okay, so listen, it would have been higher on my list, but the way I looked at my list was, is are these movies that I would watch over and over and over again? And that movie... I cannot watch it over is, and over and over again. It is an anxiety yes. uh like ride the whole time. It's hard. I'll to let you go. Yeah, yeah. So I like that movie uh, when we started. Uh, I actually watched that with my fiance Kara. She, mm-hmm. So we watched it pretty close to when it came out. Uh, we watched it at home, and I paused the movie about twenty minutes in, and I looked at her and I said, "I'm pretty sure that the way this movie is is." like the way it's going to be this entire time oh just anxiety ridden yeah so it was a lot of just like you feel like your your chest is tight and you're like confused and you just don't want like everything there's so much happening all at once it makes you feel anxious yeah so not not to interrupt you but since i've never seen it just give me a very very quick so quick rundown of what the movie is like what it's about it's about this uh jeweler um who is in the process of trying to sell this um, black opal that he had just like snuck into the country from like some mines um, somewhere else. I, they, they actually I think identified Ethiopia. It. Yeah, Ethiopia. So they, he keeps saying like black Ethiopian Jews is what he keeps like saying the whole time in the movie is that, that these people have mined it because he's like watched a documentary or something like that. And uh, it's about him trying to get this opal to auction um, and everything around him is just a house of cards that he has built uh where he owes money to a ton of different people and he's constantly trying to sell like jewel jewelry to like different like celebrities and people that are coming into his shop but he's also um taking some of the items that they're giving him and like pawning them so that he has money to go spend on gambling and stuff like that and then he goes and gets the the items back afterward so it's like a this like juggling of him trying to like find a way to maintain like he's like got to get money to these people over here before they kill him and he's gotta like he's so he's gotta like take these jewelry this jewelry that he just got from this person that isn't his and he's gonna go pawn it and he's gonna make a bet on a on a basketball game and while he's doing that he's being harassed by these people over here that are that want their money back and they're coming to get at him and they're calling he's on the phone constantly his wife's calling him his his girlfriend on the side is calling him and the whole movie you're just like anxiety pulling your hair out because there is just so much crap going on that's your number one that's my number one okay and I'll, i'll i can I'll what I'll do I'll give you a little bit more we can talk about it whenever we get to his number one uh, a little bit more because I do really enjoy that movie yeah and again the only reason it isn't higher on my list it isn't my number one is because I um, I picked I wanted to pick movies that I could like I could put that movie on and I could watch it anytime yeah but like if I were to try to watch that movie like more than <laughs> once every like couple of months I would probably have a heart attack and yeah. die. Uh, so Uncut Gems uh, was released in 2019 uh, as a uh, 135 minute runtime. It was a, I think, 19 million dollar budget. It, uh, it only, I only had a number for domestic. Uh, it made 50 million dollars, so it was a success even just here. Yeah. Uh, internationally, there wasn't anything. It's one of his highest rated movies on IMDb, and uh, it was a 7.4. It got a 91 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, his wife uh, is not in it. 
<laughs> so so we can we can talk about it more when yeah when i get there one, uh because it i'll let you uh I'll, I'll let you get deeper into it but i really do enjoy that movie there mm-hmm. are so many different like things it's not like quotable to me there's like there's there's yeah. a lot of stuff that happens storyline sounds good though so, oh, it is it's amazing i would say it's worth it's worth yeah. watching for sure because it is one of his best movies and he's great acting in it oh yeah i'm gonna add that to the list for sure yeah you should definitely watch it um but yeah we can talk about it more when we okay get farther in uh so mine number four is water boy okay that is, that, that is actually my number two really yes sir so um we all know the story of Waterboy, right? You've seen Waterboy, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's my number one. That's actually. your number one? Hell yeah. No way. Well, we're going to cover everybody, all right. and that's, this well, is then the first I'll, one we've had all three. Yeah. So. No, no, we can, we can talk about it now, so that's fine. Okay. Because, because no, I, think me, that's, I think my entire list is done. Really? If we look at it that way, because uh, Billy Madison was my number three. Oh, okay. Abby Gilmore was my number two, uh, and The Waterboy will be my number one. I okay. kind of expected that this would happen, because mm-hmm. I, was, I figured like the movies I picked are his... Are his what I consider his best of the best. So we can absolutely go ahead. You can give him give him a bow on the Waterboy. So, um, uh, basically, Waterboy. It's his kid. Um, mom super protective. Doesn't want him allowed to do anything. And he gets into the football team, and like she is not about it. And uh, he ends up being really good at football. But the guy's like, again, Adam Sandler does a voice when he doesn't have to, but. He ends up being really good at football. I think that one, this one, like the voice I could let slide because it was almost just like, it's almost like him talking with a higher inflection. Yeah. And it wasn't like, little Nicky's just obnoxious. He's clearly, he's clearly smart. He's going to college for God's sake. Well, he he got his education from his mama. So that's true. He's learning. Mama said you're wrong, Colonel Sanders. (laughs) He learned about you know, why wrong with this medulla <laughs> oblongata. Yeah, he, he knows how, why the alligators are always cranky. It's because of the it's because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. Yeah, no that yeah they're... that movie I think super quotable. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, like uh, what's that one coach? I can't remember his name. He's the one. Who, oh, 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 no, Farmer, oh, oh. Farmer friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's my number one, guys. I know everything about those things. <laughs> <laughs> he's going <laughs> wasn't he in or, well, I mean it wasn't his character but in Joe Dirt wasn't he like in that and he's like yeah. home away you make it yeah. like, you see homo's <laughs> naked cool <laughs> yeah he walks past him I think too like at first I thought it was like he didn't have a tongue or something like, yeah like, the joke but like it's just he's got like a really thick creole accent <laughs> I believe is what it is so yeah he is actually in Joe Dirt. He walks past Joe Dirt at, yeah. that, at that moment where he's really down. He's like, this used to be my home. He's like, he's like home way you make it. <laughs> you like home much naked? He's like, home much naked, man. He's like, no, man. Home, home way you, you make, make it. it. He's like, oh, okay. And he walks away. He's like, do you like see home much naked? Man. But yeah, there's like so many moments. That, like, yeah, he walks up to Henry Winkler. He's like, I'm an oil, 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 just have the defense run sprints. sprints. <laughs> just, what? Yeah, and then he like leave, he leave, he's constantly like petting the uh, the mascot. <laughs> like he's like petting the mascot's hand. The he uh, Coach Klein leaves the uh, the team with uh, Farmer Fran, and it cuts to them, and they're all like drinking in a hotel room, and he's being ridden by the dog, or the no, I think the a cheerleader's riding him, and he's riding him, and he's got the dog mascot's paws on. Yeah, it's. Yeah. See, see the reason it's my number two. It was close, but it's number two for me because I don't care if you don't like football. 
you can watch it. Still funny. And this might be a little far-fetched, but I, I feel like at some point, somebody, everybody in their lives has seen a part of this movie. You know, whether you watch it all the way through or just catch it on TV, flipping channels, whatever. It's and, hard to say now, though. You know, well, it, right. It would have been on TV all of the time. Yeah. Before. Yeah. And now it's, you know, no, no actual TV. I think right now it's currently on. I know Billy Madison's on Peacock right now. Waterboy is on Hulu, maybe? I think you are I right. Can't, I can't I was remember. I trying to remember where I watched it because I did watch that this week. That was one of the only ones from my list that I watched. Well, one of two. Yeah. But uh, not to not to take the floor away from you, but I was I just had some notes here. I don't know if you what all you had, but um you know, Riker, I know for a fact me and you have said this quote nonstop when we're running. It's <laughs> you know, uh bet you he throws a touchdown pass on the first play. <laughs> Check it out. Throws an interception. You owe me fifty bucks. You said it's gonna be a touchdown pass, you crazy asshole. I about brought him to tears whenever I said that. At, at Dude, I, of, I, I, I was done. Yeah, it's the subtle quote. If somebody like if somebody quotes a movie, but it's not one of the like, oh my god quotes yeah. like everybody knows. If it's a subtle quote that people don't even pick up on, I I love it. That's what gets me. So when he told me that, I was like, "Oh my god!" I'll have a scotch and soda, hold a scotch, or sc- scotch and water, hold a scotch. <laughs> did you just make a joke, Bobby? <laughs> yes, yes, I did. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. <laughs> oh my god! Again, I I, I let this voice slide because it's like one of the first movies that he did a voice in. Yeah, it was, yeah. and then like it was, I think that was probably like a gateway voice for him. Yeah, <laughs> and I think. I could be wrong, but I think this is the very first movie that Rob Schneider, uh, they snuck him in, I do believe. I could be mistaken, but... Yeah, I think that you might be right with that. Of I don't course, you that. have Alan Covert, like always. Mm-hmm. Um, well, then you had that dude from... Um, Peter Dante, the, the quarterback. Oh, the dude that was in Happy Days. I cannot fucking remember his name. I thought he was the head coach. Oh, you're that's thinking... Fonzie. Yeah, Fonzie. Yeah, I just can't remember his actual actor's name. Uh, that... Henry Winkler. Hen... Yeah, Henry, oh, okay. Henry Winkler. He gets covered in bees in Little Nicky, which Jerry... is probably the only funny part of the movie. Yeah, in Little Nicky. I, I made 20 minutes into that movie and stopped. The other coach, the the other coach for the other team, that's Jerry Reed, who was the truck driver yeah, and smoking and... the band. Yeah, I, which I read that that was his last full feature movie. Before he just retired, or appearance supposedly. Oh, okay. Red Bouillo, I believe. Is his, he, I don't know his last name. I don't know how to say it. He's red, either. though. Right. Um, Mickey Valancourt. Mickey Valancourt. You sound like a big choo-choo train. <laughs> um, just, I don't know if you looked up any uh, facts or anything, but I did have noted here it was the highest-grossing sports comedy of all time. Longest Yard in 2005 was second. Really? I do. The Longest Yard was going to be on my list, but I thought Waterboy was better. See, Longest Yard, it was okay, but it was a remake. It was. Burt Reynolds in the original Longest Yard, it's, it's still pretty good. And also in Is the it remake. as funny? Huh? <laughs> he's, he's also in the remake, too. Yeah, yeah. Is it as funny, though, as a new one? No. They throw in that Adam Sandler humor, yeah. obviously. Yeah. I think I think the original Longest Yard was a little more serious. But yeah, I, I'm trying to. I, I did watch the original, but it was a long time ago. I have watched that one 
more than once. I've watched it tw- twice, I think, um, the new one. Um, but yeah, that's. I don't. I, I, I don't. There's not even a lot in that that I think is like really funny, considering the star power they have in that movie. Yeah, it's, it's it could have been. I think could have been a lot funnier. I think they just tried to keep it true to the original. Yeah, you might be surprised by this, but because it surprised me, but it was like I said, it was the highest grossing football sports film of all time until until the Blind Side in 2009, which fun fact, Kathy Bates was also in. She was in both movies. Uh, strong side. Hmm. Left side. Strong side. What? It's from the. That's from the Blind Side. Left side. It's been. Side. It, it's oh. been so long since I've seen that movie. I don't. Yeah. I couldn't. That's well. a movie I could not quote. <laughs> well, I didn't realize I had to remember everything about <laughs> well, every movie and also the quotes and then well, yeah, drag you through. That's okay. why you're here. Okay. But. Uh, I also had it wrote down. The budget was roughly twenty-three million, and gross worldwide roughly one eighty-five million. Made a lot of money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but yeah, I uh, I don't disagree with you on that one. That, that one was pretty good. That one had a uh, I believe the IMDb on that one was like six point nine or something. Like that. Uh, I got six point one. You're, well, right. You're right. I'm, my Excel sheet on my phone is hard to read. So thirty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh no! Also, we suck again. <laughs> 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 oh no, we suck again. Uh, it's uh, no on his wife, by the way. His wife is not in that. Mm-mm. You're on top of that. Yeah, I actually was very. I, I I had a I had a a misconception about his wife in his movies that I was very adamant about for a very long time and um, was was wrong. Turns out, so um, happily surprised by. I didn't mean to take the floor from you. I just, I had so much stuff wrote down for that, for Waterboy, but I mean, if you got anything more to say. <laughs> Considering it was my number one. Yeah, I was like, well, him right, take the we all, floor we all tag team this one. Yeah. No, yeah, like I said, I assumed from my list, the stuff that I picked, I assumed that my list would be entirely picked by other people at some point. Um, because, I'm just gonna say it. My list is a banger. That's all. That's all. Are those your notes? Um, no, this is my well, kind of sort of. It's my spreadsheet of stuff that I uh, that I did. So oh my god. I, I I I'm on it, man. I like to I like to get some facts and, and numbers and stuff when it comes to these movies. So you good? Yeah. Okay. So that was uh, that was round three, right? That was his. That was four. Oh, sorry. Okay, so we're on round four. I, my list is entirely gone. That's why we're going into three. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. going to be well, my number, number three. three for you. So I guarantee you, none of you have this on your list. This is purely oh. nostalgia for me. Well, he's absolutely right because you know everyone <laughs> on my list right now. So okay, yeah, you don't count. Uh, but no. I guarantee Masons maybe have seen it. Guarantee you, it's not in his top five. But this is my number three. Uh, 1998, The Wedding Singer. No, I haven't seen it, but I've, never seen seen it? Okay. I've seen bits and pieces. Okay, I've seen bits and pieces. So, so on IMDb, it's a six point nine. Okay, um, you know this had Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore, Christine Taylor, Matthew Glove, or Glave, Glave, sorry, um, cameos: Billy Idol, Steve Buscemi, Alan Covert, Peter Dante. You know all his buddies. Um, you know. Right out of the gate, it it was made in 1998, like I said, but it was, um, they did everything they could to bring you back to the 80s. I was going to say. And of course, a- I'm an 80s freak. If I could have chose to go back and live in a decade, it would either be the 80s or the 60s. You know, one of the two. Have fun in Vietnam. 
Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay, okay. 80. <laughs> yeah, okay. But no, I mean, the soundtrack, in my opinion, is awesome. Um, it was the first movie that him and Drew Barrymore did together. Obviously, it's they went on and did couple more mm-hmm. but 51st dates yep and blended well i'm not gonna lie good 51st dates was almost my number five almost but i felt like adam sandler didn't really i feel like that was one of his more serious roles like yeah they had the typical yeah adam sandler jokes in there but mm-hmm. the rest of the cast was so good mm-hmm. that it, it, it just ended up being a good movie he was pretty serious through the whole thing trying to get with her yeah you know like you know, the things he pulled to try and get with her was pretty funny. But um, but anyway, that is my number three. This is definitely more of a nostalgia thing. Mm-hmm. I think the first time I ever saw it was with your dad, Jeff. Really? And yeah, it's just the music and, you know, pretty much, pretty much he gets left at the altar. Oh, um, he does. Yeah, like him, him, he's supposed to get married, gets left at the altar. He, ironically, he's a wedding singer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Drew Barrymore is supposed to marry this, you know, the guy she's been with, and they end up linking up, becoming friends. He's supposed to help her with her wedding planning. Very long story short, they end up falling for each other. And the guy that Drew Barrymore's with is just a jerk, cheats on her all the time, you know, what have you. And, you know, he eventually falls in love with her, but, um, you know, some, some stuff I read on this was Jim Carrey, Christopher McDonald, which was the guy that played Shooter McGavin and, mm-hmm. um, Happy Gilmore, Charlie Sheen, Jack Black, Owen Wilson were all considered for the the bad boyfriend, Drew Barrymore's boyfriend. Oh, you're talking about Glenn Guglia? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> That's Glenn her name, Guglia. Guglia. Julia Guglia. No, yeah, that would be her name if they got married. Oh, but. sorry, the G is sad. I'm looking at the IMDb <laughs> right now. It's Guglia. Yeah. It's actually spelled G-U-G-L-I-A, so it's yeah. Guglia. <laughs> so they had all these guys for the, if there was a villain in the movie, mm-hmm. which I'm, didn't make any sense to me because you're picking all these funny guys, but, you know... Um, I guess, yeah, like we said, they did 50 First Dates in 2004, and they also did Blended, I guess, in 2014, which I have never seen, so, um, Chris Farley was asked to be in the film, but unfortunately he was in, he was doing rehab at the time, and he actually passed away two months before the movie got released in theaters. Oh, man. Uh, budget was roughly 18 million and grossed worldwide roughly 123 million. So, I mean, it definitely made some money. Um, I don't know if you, for a movie being made in 1998, it definitely took you back to the eighties. I feel like I just felt like, you know, if anybody watches this, it's Mm -hmm. just, it's kind of like, I don't know watching back to the future or you know what have you just because you get to go back and hear this hear the songs and mm-hmm. see all this you know stuff that reminds you of how it was and i never got to live in the 80s but i would sure like to and you know that you know yeah. every movie i'm gonna pick on this podcast yeah. is gonna be from the 80s period so but uh yeah 
you should definitely watch it because it still has the Adam Sandler humor. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he did all the singing and all the guitar playing. I mean, the, he does. He is movie. a good singer. I mean, I haven't even seen all his SNL like skits. I mean, I've seen seen him on YouTube and whatnot, but I knew he was very good with you know singing and guitar. So, but, yeah, that's my that's my number three. That was uh, I would say probably number six. That was just off of my list. Mm. Because it was a, it, it's a very good one. It's a, it, it, it's a tough one between anger management and that for for me because like, that one is very very funny, um, but it's also kind of like, I don't know. It's a, it's got that romantic comedy uh, like feel to it. That's I don't know. There are so many. I don't know. It, it was it was a tough one. You got Steve Buscemi showing up, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Those two have been uh, tied to the or like tied at the hip from. Oh gosh, I forget what the first movie he showed up in for oh yeah airheads oh yeah the airheads was 1994 yes i do believe 1994 Hmm. and it was a a, like a a very fun movie um like those him uh brenna frazier and uh cp simi all very funny in it have you you seen airheads nope that was one that's that was one i was thinking about doing i forget what what i watched it on but it is streaming somewhere okay I i think it might be on amazon I might be wrong. It might be on Hulu, somewhere. You can watch it though if uh, if you have access to most of the the streaming services. But uh, I'll uh, refresh everybody. My number three was actually, um, I believe it was Billy Madison. Mm-hmm. Yep. So so that is my number three. I knew you guys. It's nice to know that it was close. It was a close. Oh yeah, it was. It was right there. Um, mm-hmm. I knew he wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not surprised. It's the generation gap. When yeah. you guys say that you haven't watched one of these, I'm not surprised. I'm. I think it's more shocking that I've watched like 38 or 44 <laughs> of his movies because a lot of them aren't great. <laughs> but when you're making that many, you put them numbers up, you're gonna have some turns out there. Pays so. the bills. Yeah, no kidding. So my number three, controversial. Oh God. It's, uh, it's one of his animated movies. It's an older one. Here we go. Eight Crazy Nights. Of course. I It is so quotable. I, Me I, I was shocked that wasn't your number one, to be I, honest. I watched that last night. The only reason it wasn't so high was because of all the shit jokes. It was too many of them. Too many poop jokes. <laughs> there are a lot of poop jokes. And it's it. like, all right, the one was okay, but when you start getting into like two or three, I'm like, all right, this stick's kind of running toward, running its course. But... I, I my notes on this movie are just quotes. Um, of course, he no pay for his four scorpion ball. Four scorpion ball, <laughs> huh? <laughs> he should scoop me. He should skip me. <laughs> Rob Schneider. So, oh, he wasn't. Let me yeah. let me fill in some gaps where you give quote. You can give quotes and stuff. I'll I'll help you with like some info. So, 2002 is when that movie came out. Um, it is a 76 run, minute runtime. It is a very, very short movie in comparison. But to it doesn't movies. have the feel of it. Like it feels like it's no, it feels a longer like a full, movie. Feels like a full feature length, mm-hmm. which you know it is. Um, and then it was uh, uh, there wasn't a budget that I could find for it, um, but it made uh, 23 million worldwide. Um, not cr- the the international was a like didn't exist for it, which kind of blew my mind. Uh, like 23 million do- domestic, and it was like 24 thousand um in like international critics actually hated that movie yeah it got 5.3 on uh on imdb and a 13 oh my god <laughs> which by the way i am super glad that you brought up this movie you want to know why why this is the this is the one movie that i was able to find so you know i've been identifying jackie sandler in all of these other movies 
This is the, look at him. He's all excited. This is the only movie in which Jackie Sandler plays the love interest of Adam Sandler. The only one. Did Wait, you? She plays the voice of the, the kid's the mom. Yeah. Yep. No way. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like, or like until I started to really dig because I was trying to figure out. I was like, because I thought the same thing you did. Adam Sandler is in all of these movies with all of these very attractive actresses, and his wife is in most of these movies, but never ever plays the romantic mm-hmm. interest. And it blew my mind. I was like, <laughs> of all the movies, yeah. I was like, why is this the way this is? Because I just got done watching. Um, You're so not invited to my bat mitzvah. Mm-hmm. She could have easily played the mother of like. Okay, so the Adam Sandler's movie or family in that movie is consist of him as the dad. His two daughters as the daughters, and then his wife is some other woman, some other actress. And then his his wife in real life is the mother of the of his daughter's best friend. So it doesn't make like she could have totally been the mother, but she wasn't. And it blew my mind. I was like, what movie? There has to be something yeah. where they were together. It doesn't make any sense. And that was the only movie. His parents were in that movie too. Oh, were they? Yes. It was um what's his I think his dad's name's like Stan. Like Stan Sandler or so. Well, anyway, in the movie, <laughs> when his parents are singing, those are his actual parents. Oh, really? So, yeah. Um, his mom is in a couple of other movies, but I think that's the only one his dad's in. And he shortly died after that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's so <laughs> quotable, dude. Just let me see. I wasn't. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't thrilled on it being a musical. I think they could have done the whole. Musicals. I think they could have done the whole movie without the music. I hate musicals, but the scene where he's drunk and in the mall, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I just think they could have done without the music. How's you being a brittle? <laughs> there, there are some like very good like moments in that movie. Like that are just like, but like the he's like playing ball with uh, the the sun or like the sun and. And they make the bet. They make the bet that if if he loses, that the oh, dude's gonna eat the other dude's jockstrap. Jock yeah. And then like, at the end, he's like, "Why are you eating that? <laughs> Why are you eating that?" The fat guy. He's that's definitely Adam. And Sandler. then he burns his house down with the jockstrap still in his mouth. Yeah, oh Judith God. Sandler and uh, his dad's yeah. name is Jillian Sandler, or sorry, Stan Sandler. Uh, Stan Sandler. That's yeah. Right. J- Jillian. Sandler is another uh, one of the Sandler family that is in the movie. It, also, Jared Sandler, his uh, his brother, he's is, in that too. Is in it too. He's uh, the dreidel kid. I don't know what the dreidel kid is, but he's apparently the dreidel. I kid. don't know who that I is. I don't know either. Yeah. Oh, you don't. Uh, you talking about his brother or just dreidel kid? Dreidel kid. Okay, I don't. Yeah. I don't remember that character. But yeah, uh, I I was, I was curious to see like what else uh, is his dreidel. Yeah, or sorry, his mom was in because. She's apparently in uh, an unpronounced Chuck and Larry blended Hotel Transylvania, mm-hmm. Sandy Wexler. Um, so she's she's in a few of them. She's just kidding, son. You got nice boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there there are some very funny moments in that movie. It it wasn't on my list. Um, actually, uh, as a bonus, I was gonna give you uh, Kara's list because I we've been discussing okay. them yeah. and she's been watching them with me. Yeah, but she that's on her list. Thank God. <laughs> That movie is so fucking underrated, dude. It's, it's so like, good. thank God somebody it, else it, likes it. It's so good. And it's not, it's, it wasn't, like, it wasn't bad, but I did show it to my sister. Mm-hmm. Because she, she hated older. it? She kept asking, I think she asked me four times in, like, the 30 minutes of the movie she watched, because we, we watched it before mm-hmm. we were doing something else. She looks at me and she goes, this is for kids? Like, they made this for kids? <laughs> like, she did that, like, three, three or four it's times. It's not a like, Disney I think, movie. I was like, it's rated PG-13, okay? So, like, this wasn't something that, like, it's a sand, like... You got, you know it's an Adam Sandler yeah. Hanukkah movie. 
that's it. Also, probably one of the only Hanukkah movies out there. Yeah. That is, you know, really, really good. So. I liked it a lot. It's, it's so quotable. But that was, well, actually, one more thing. So they, um, his character, Adam Sandler's character in the movie, they based it off a picture of Adam when he was 19. Okay. So I thought that was pretty yeah. interesting. And the same animators that animated Iron Giant animated um, Eight really? Crazy Nights. Yeah, I it's, didn't know they kind of look similar. That's a, good, that, that's a good movie, too. That, yeah. That's funny, because my sister kept saying she thought it looked like Lilo and Stitch. So I don't know if they did Lilo and Stitch. They might have. But she, yeah, she kept saying, this looks like Lilo and Stitch, but you saying Iron Giant. And I was like, yeah, it did look familiar. Yeah. But I just, I, I didn't think it placed as much with Lilo and Stitch. So you should maybe. I definitely saw Iron Giant, but. Do you know who played the voice of Iron Giant? With the giant, you know the groans and moans, and oh, maybe yeah. the one word oh, we he know, said. We know Ooh. who it is. You want me to, you, you, I have no idea. Seriously, old, old Vinny D. Vin Diesel, buddy. <laughs> family. <laughs> well, he did say family. <laughs> oh my god! Of course he did. No, no, that's it is a good one, but it didn't make my top five. Sorry, buddy. And Good I'm sample. and I could be wrong, but I'm thinking Hotel Transylvania and Eight Crazy Nights. Did he do any other animated? Yep. Did he? Yeah, he I, did? Just, I just watched it earlier this week. What's it came that? Twenty twenty three. It was a little movie called Leo. Oh, mm. yeah. Never yeah. seen it. Yeah, he plays a uh, lizard uh, for a classroom. It's actually started out. I thought I was going to shut it off. Really? Um, yeah, because it too was a musical. Um, and I was like, no, thank you. But it was a, so like the musicals, parts of it were like maybe a minute and a half. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I almost shut it off was because, because the first musical that they, or first song they do is the kids singing about going back to the fifth grade. And they used fifth graders to sing the songs, I believe. And none of these fifth graders are actors or are not actor singers. They are just actors. And they all sounded like fifth graders singing <laughs> and they all had squeaky voices and it was just like oh my god stop this and then it, it stopped and it was like it like i was like please just don't be continuously musical and it wasn't there were like big like i think there was like maybe six or seven songs that i re- like i can remember um and the time between them wasn't that big so yeah. It, yeah it wasn't a bad uh it wasn't a bad one but that to i think that is the only other one i can think of that is an animated one that he's in yeah, that was my number three. Hell yeah. All right. My number one. Oh, wait. Good. We you can were, do two r- and one. Yeah, r- let's say, yeah, say two. What, what was your two? Because if we haven't gone, what was your number two? Two was... Uh, two was Waterboy. Okay. So I kind of... I, I switched it around since we were already talking no, about you're, it. You're so. fine. My number my number two was uh, Happy Gilmore, just a reminder. Right. My number two was I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Okay. That is a good one. So, so we haven't covered that one. No, so we, we have not. About it. Go Absolutely. ahead. So, um, Give us your number two info. Long story short, Chuck and Larry, um, they're two best friends. Um, the uh, wife to uh, Chuck dies, and he's trying to like support his family and do whatever. Um, and he's trying to get this money. Uh, like, what is it? Insurance money because his wife died. Or, uh, I think it's insurance coverage. Remember. Or yeah, it's just insurance coverage through his work. So he's trying to get this money and they're not giving it to him because he didn't fill out the paperwork because at the time he was grieving. So uh, the state of New York comes out with this thing like we're uh, if you get like remarried or something or if like you're you're gay, you you get some type of insurance or whatever. So he brings us up to his best friend, Larry, who he saved in a fire. 
So they end up like acting like they're gay throughout the entire movie. Larry Valentine. <laughs> you said Barry Schmalentine. <laughs> so throughout the whole movie, uh, Steve Buscemi's character, I, I can't remember his name, but he like, he finds out like if you're actually gay or not. And yeah, there's one scene where he's like going through their trash and he goes, hmm. Not very homosexual. This isn't very homosexual garbage. <laughs> and uh, so the movie just goes on and it just, uh, at the end of the movie, like the whole climax, like... Scarlett Johansson. Is she in the movie? Are you kidding me, She's dude? not the main girl. It's Jessica Biel is the main girl. What are you oh my God, about? I'm so stupid. Oh my God. <laughs> we, we, we can agree with you, stupid? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. That's how flustered I was. Because... She is the hottest Adam Sandler girl. She is hands down the hottest. The scene where... <laughs> I can't even get her name right, so what do I know? <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> so, climax of the movie, everyone finds out like that they're not a gay couple. Um, <gasps> and, yeah, and it's like in front of like this whole court or whatever. Um, Dan Aykroyd uh, is actually in the movie as uh, the fire chief or whatever. He um, was on 50 First Dates, too. He was? He's the doctor. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. He's the doctor that explains that she has like amnesia. What's all wrong with her? Oh, yep. but yeah, that's just like the whole movie. And I thought the funniest scene was where they got to save this guy who tried breaking into like some gas station or whatever, and his feet are just up in the air, and they're like arguing like a married couple, and the guy's like, "Will you help me?" <laughs> that is a. I'm I'm glad that made the list because that was another one of mine that I was on mm-hmm. the fence about. Because I think a lot of people don't even realize either they forget about that movie yeah. or they never see it. I can it. watch that multiple one. times. Okay. Or the scene where um, the uh, big black dude, it, like the one, he's like, oh, everyone's scared of him. And they find out he's gay. The and shower like, scene. Yeah. and Well, no, where he's standing on the court and he's like, Adam Sandler's like, what? What do you want? He goes, oh, he me hugged. too. He hugs and he him. gives him a hug. <laughs> and then they're in the shower and he's... Vin Rams, huh? It's Vin Rams. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the dude that um, that is. He's been in a lot, and he has a movies. he's a big intimidating man. So oh yeah, like, and like yeah, him, them throwing that at you. He's like, like "What? You want to fight me? Come on!" Yeah, I've only I think I I've only seen that movie one time. Really? Yeah, I've only watched it one time. It is a it is a funny movie. Uh, but yeah, it just did not. That one that registered with me. I didn't really have any interesting facts from that movie besides the one book that was um, yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, so which the that, puppy who lost his way. Yeah. Well, seriously, that and that blew my mind. I didn't know that. Yeah. I that was I was a big shock. But Let's see here, awesome. let me give you uh, some facts on. I now now you Chuck and Larry if I can find it. Um, there it is. It's from 2007. Um, it had an $85 million budget. It made $187 million internationally, so oh my pretty successful. Um, uh, 5.9 on IMDb and 14% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I have watched it, but I have not watched it this week uh, because it is not streaming anywhere currently. And Adam Sandler's wife is in that movie. She is a teacher. I'm not gonna do this for every every time we watch a movie. I'm not gonna identify somebody's wife. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank God! <laughs> because I don't think I can keep it up. Yeah. Maybe I'll just bring up if Jackie Sandler was. In it. If Jackie Sandler was in it, I'll say yeah, yeah, she was. So you're number one. You're number number one. one. All right. The bullet. Number one. My number one is 1999 Big Daddy. All right. Um, fun fact. Well, IMDb had a rating of 6.4. 
the guy that directed it also directed Happy Gilmore. Okay. Oh, sorry. I wanted to bring this up when you were talking about or we were talking about the Water Boy. Yeah. The director of the Water Boy mm-hmm. is his dad at the end of the movie. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. No Ro- shit. Roberto. <laughs> yeah. I was Roberto. curious, like, who this guy was because he got tackled. Um, the guy that plays Roberto was the was the director of that, but he was also the director of like a ton of his other movies too. Like, it was like a big string of movies um, that he was the director of. Um, I'll see if I can find it while you keep talking about the the, the other stuff. But. Yeah, this is my number one. I remember. Uh, I don't know why, but the trend was. I would always fake being sick so I didn't have to go to school. Same. I'd fake it to mom. But this was the movie I'd always watch when I was staying home from school. But it was your sick movie. Yeah. But, you know, you got, obviously, Adam Sandler, Joey Lauren Adams that played Layla, his sugar mama. Um, John Stewart, his roommate. Um, and I didn't, know, I didn't realize this. Uh, I didn't know the kid was a twin. There was there was a, oh yeah there was Cole and Dylan Sprouse yeah that those, played the kid oh. those are the kids from Zach and Cody okay yeah. Okay. yeah I didn't know I thought it was one kid the entire time I believe as soon as you said the last name yeah I believe Dylan Sprouse has gone on to do a lot more acting yeah, yeah. he's been in a quite a few things um, and then you got Leslie Mann who's been in a crap ton of movies the Hooters girl Hooters Hooters um. You got, you know, in cameos, you got Rob Snyder, Steve Buscemi, Peter Dante, all his, you know, all his, his, his buddies. Yep. Um, but um, I feel like this movie had all the humor, all the right amount of humor. It didn't, it had some stupid funny, but it had a serious story to it as well. I mean, right out of the gate, you got his dad calling him, waking him up, and he's like, Sonny, you asleep? No, 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 man. I was, I was exercising. <laughs> he's a bullshit. You're sleeping. <laughs> Um, you know, he works one day a week at a toll booth, which I will say this out of all the apartments in any movie, no way that is the, that. that is the most badass apartment it is pretty cool. you could ever have. Well, he also, he doesn't have to work that often because he has all that insurance money from that taxi. Oh, well, right. <laughs> that taxi cab was huge. <laughs> but they, they really love to have him, uh, have him get foot injuries in these movies. Like, right. Uh, and right. Mr. Deeds. He's yeah, got a, that's he's why got I always the, got the two confused. The black I knew oh, they, yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> idiot. <laughs> oh, is, Big Daddy, is that the one where he pulls out the black foot and breaks the ice? Yeah, he saved the kid from drowning and then adopted him. Yeah, that's what happened, bud. Can you tell me what Julian wanted for uh, for lunch when they were out on the town? Cheerios. No. Lasagna. Ketchup. No. No? What ketchup? You... 30 packets of ketchup. ketchup. Oh, come on. We're, we're, talking about two, we're talking about two different scenes, man. Yeah, he asked well, for the, Cheerios that... and lasagna and McDonald's. He's yeah. like, what the hell's wrong? Yeah, so what do you mean? What do you want some McDonald's? And then he has a freak out in the McDonald's. Can you get the kids some damn ketchup? See you, my therapist. Take a walk. So, oh. The uh, there is a homeless man outside of that McDonald's. You know who is that? Steve Buscemi. There it is, Steve Buscemi. And he also has one of the funniest lines to me in the whole movie. Whenever he comes out and Jillian's crying on his, he's like, he's like, "Where's uh, where's my hash browns?" And he's like, he's like, they stopped serving breakfast at ten o'clock. And he's like, what? Total mind blower, man. He lives right outside of it. He's he's homeless next to the McDonald's, and his mind is blown. This is when they stop serving breakfast. I don't know why that cracked me up so hard. I had an order for delivery, but I thought it was crank call. Want some chocolate cake? 
not right now, buddy. Come back and I'll Indian wrestle you. You're going down, sucker. <laughs> oh, shoot. Scuba no, Steve. I just... I, Scuba Steve, damn you. <laughs> but, uh, no, I just... I think it had the right amount of humor. Um, this is the movie he met his wife. Oh, uh, supposedly. Yeah. yeah they, Waitress at the this bar. This is the first movie that they were in together. Right. Well, other than his, I think, bit role in uh Glow, whatever he was. In right. But he, yeah, she was the waitress at the bar that he takes Jillian to at the beginning of the movie. When he, uh, when he talks about, uh, what is it? Well, I forget that guy's name. The, the, the dude that's in the bar that he, like, threatens the old oh, man. Oh, uh, Mr. Hurley. Mr. Hurley. He's like, how's about I throw you, th- throw you through that wall like I did last Monday, Mr. Hurley? <laughs> He's like, last Monday was a fluke. <laughs> Get on, woman. <laughs> and he starts laughing and his teeth are all messed up and he looks... He looks at Julian and he's like, he's, he drinks a lot of soda. <laughs> he's got that warning about drinking too much soda. It's just, I, I don't know. Now, having two stepkids, like, this, watch it, rewatching this movie, it just hit different. Clicks. Like, like when he calls, like, when he calls his dad from the payphone to tell him what he did, like, he adopted this kid and made a huge mistake. He's like, this kid is always around. You would think he'd want some privacy, but he doesn't. I'm in deep shit. <laughs> and and Megan and Gavin, I'm sorry, they're the exact same way. Like you would think they'd want to go hang out in their room, but I don't get it. You know, you would think privacy would be a big thing, but um, the kid in the movie was the exact same way. But uh, yeah, it's uh, definitely some quotes. Um, it's a definitely a quotable movie for sure, but I think it was one of the most, it was one of the more meaningful ones he's had for sure. So, um, so Kara was uh, was talking about that movie. Yeah, um, she said that it makes her cry. Cause it's, <laughs> really? Because it's, it's sad. Like it's like he's, you know, they like they start to bond and then he gets taken away. Uh, what, she's like, what are you, he's getting taken away. I wipe my own ass. <laughs> I wipe my own ass. She she's starts like, bawling. And I'm crying. Yeah. Fun, I was like, that's hilarious. fun fact, the guy at social services is the same guy that plays the principal and wrestler in Billy Madison. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. I forget the guy's name off the top of my head, but yep, he was in that movie as well. Um, so some things I found on this was um, this was Adam Sandler's most successful movie at Roughly 163 million until Hotel Transylvania 2 came out in 2015 at one roughly 169 million. Uh, Chris Farley was supposed to be in the movie in some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. but that's when he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Murray, Jack Nicholson, Steve Martin, Christopher Lloyd were all considered to play the role of Adam Sandler's dad in the movie. Brendan Fraser and Matthew Broderick were also considered for his roommate, Kevin, who was the actual kid's dad. Hmm. John Stewart. Yep. Yep. John Stewart. Um, <laughs> one thing I found online, which I didn't think about it like this. Well, to the whole court scene. So I, I had also read that, um, that whole court scene was supposed to be like super serious. Mm-hmm. 
like the original script supposedly was they were going to be straight to the point, no jokes. And I guess Adam Sandler's like, no, we have to throw some. It's an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. We have to throw some, some humor some in. Some of the best lines. Right. I mean, like, what do you, uh... I'll give you crew cut, mister. <laughs> or, you know, or. What do you have? They go together like lamb and tuna lamb fish. And tuna fish. <laughs> or, you know, the, they pan the camera for God knows what reason. It's Steve Buscemi eating a slice of cantaloupe <laughs> in the, just in the middle of the scene for whatever reason. But, uh, yeah, he's like, we're not, we can't have this whole thing serious. Can't hmm. do it. Um, but fun little fact, you know, realistically, all jokes aside, if his roommate, mm-hmm. Kevin, had never showed up to court when he did and said, I'm dropping the charges as that boy's father, uh, Adam Sandler's character would have definitely gotten charged with fraud and <laughs> kidnapping. <laughs> it's like, that's how close he was. Oh, to, man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I had read that roughly... The budget for that movie was $34 million. Because um, I guess the director, I can't remember if I said this before or not, but the director of Big Daddy is the same guy that directed Happy Gilmore. Okay. Yeah. I guess Happy Gilmore actually helped get more budgeting for Big Daddy. Do you know if that was a Happy Matt? Uh, what is it? Happy Madison? I can't, re- I can't remember when that actually started. I'm pretty sure Happy Madison started after Happy that. Gilmore? Um, it, it started after uh, Big Daddy. I'm pretty sure oh. Mr. Deeds might have been one of the first Happy Madison. Oh, okay. Um, uh, you were talking about the director. I, I mentioned that director from The Water Boy. Yeah. Uh, he also directed um uh, other Adam Sandler movies. Uh, Click mm. being one of them. And one. Sandy Wexler. It's uh, a horrible one. Oh, sorry, no, sorry. It, uh, the Wedding Singer. He was the director on. He was the director on The Water Boy. He was on Click. He was on Blended and The Ridiculous uh, Six. He wasn't a director on Sandy Wexler. He was just an actor in it, and he should be ashamed of himself. <laughs> but the thing that blew my mind, you know, I didn't realize this until I had this, uh, all, I had all these laid out right in front of me was, I mean, he was super busy in the Old 90s. Sandler? In the 90s. Yeah. Like, so... I mean, my top five, you got um, Billy Madison, 1995, Happy Gilmore, 1996. Um, And then from The Wedding Singer and The Water Boy were both in 1998. Mm -hmm. And, And then Big Daddy came out in 1999. So he was, he was the most busy in the 90s and I think some of his best movies, in my opinion. But. Uh, I think if I'm, this looks like seven, seven of his movies were like in the '90s. Airheads, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Bulletproof. Which, by the way, I, I need to watch that again because I feel like if I would have watched that again, it would have made my list. Cause that that it's was good. Up, that was up there. That's actually one of the ones that I would have like probably put. A, I probably put it seven behind the wedding singer. It's I watched it and I was like, man, there's so many funny jokes in it. Like when he's like, they're walking through the desert and he's like, I gotta take a leak, I gotta take a leak, I gotta take a leak. <laughs> he's like, fine. You got 15 seconds. Like, dang, 15 seconds. I gotta cut it. I gotta take it out. I gotta, I gotta start going. I gotta <laughs> shake it off. He's Damon like, Wayne, right? Yeah, Damon Wayne. And he's like, he's like, you have 10 seconds. And he starts to pee. And he's like, 
Keach, you're never going to believe me, but, you know, this, it, what I, what happened was a huge, terrible axe. And he starts to, starts to pull the chains and he pulls them over. And, he's, <laughs> and all of a sudden you hear him yell, I got pee on me. <laughs> and uh, he's, they're walking and it's like three scenes. My sister and I would just watch that one. I wanted yeah. to, like, I, I, I wanted to watch it again and uh, I made her watch it with me. And she, she's like, it was, she's like, that was one of her funniest jokes because it kept going. Like they're walking and it's like hours difference and he's like, it's like it sucks. This sucks because it's my pee on me. But you know what? When you go to sleep, I'm gonna pee all over you, and then it's gonna be my pee on you, which is gonna be way worse. He's like, I'm gonna get strangers to pee on you. I'm gonna get farm animals to pee on you, and he just goes on and on and on. And the scene with him in the uh, the hotel where he's talking to the dude that runs the hotel, Char- Charlie, and he is just he's like talking to like just like. Charlie, come over here. I want to talk to you. And then he's like asking the questions and he goes away and he's like, Charlie, come on, please. <laughs> like he just like keeps, <laughs> keeps calling him back over and everything. It's like all super like weirdly sexual. He's like, so me, you, me and your old lady. How's about we get a little sandwich action going on? What do you say? He's like, well, she's not really eating sandwiches right now. She's on a diet. He's like, oh, well, think about it. God, such a good movie. That was but, a good one. But yeah, it was, uh, it, it was very close to being on my list too. It was definitely up there. So, if I hadn't watched Anger Management, it would have yeah. probably been on my list. Hmm. So that's, yeah, Big Daddy's my number one out of all his movies, even though I've probably only seen 50% of them. Like I said, I think I've only seen two or three past 2007. So Two or three past 2007. I'm not as up to par with you. So. I know, but like I'm looking at my list. 2007, there were like, so. Uh, I mean, I know you got, you got Grown Ups. You got Chuck and Larry. Grown Ups is good. Yeah, Grown Ups is okay. Grown Ups is not good, by the way. Oh my what? God. Grown Ups is not good. You oh. guys have to raise your bar a little bit oh. in movies. I mean, it's okay. I there, think it's... All, so this is the one thing I said to, to, to Kara while we were watching. Because we I have watched this movie. I haven't. I didn't watch it for this. I watched it okay. just to watch it to see. Um, there is a, a theme in that movie where... There are problems that occur, and every time a problem occurs, it is solved within the same scene. Like there is no conflict in that movie that isn't solved within the next like thirty seconds. Like they're almost in a fist fight at one point because of something happening, and they're all happy and smiling and best friends. It within a minute of it happening, it's just like there's a huge problem and it's solved, and it's just like everything was just like kind of just like happy go lucky. It was goofy, funny, but there is like in way of movie. That is a dog shit movie. But if you want to shut your brain off and watch a comedy, I'm sure you get a couple laughs out of it. But it's a terrible movie. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm going to get chocolate wasted. That's what I'll say. <laughs> that's it. That's, a, that's like I can remember that distinctly from the movie. Not the cannoli scene? Where the guy's like, they're playing basketball. He's like, where's my cannoli? And he just grabs it from the kid and starts eating it? No. What? No. No. Sorry. So what's, uh, so what's left? Your number one? Oh, yeah. My it? number one, yeah. which is Riker's number four, which is Uncut Gems. Yeah, and my number one, uh, if I'm uh, remembering correctly, what I told everybody was The Waterboy. Yeah. And yep. I would, I stand by because it, it was a very quotable movie, very good. So I really like Uncut Gems simply because the fact that it's like different from like a, a typical Adam Sandler movie. Yep. Like he has serious movies like The Cobbler and, I mean. Click. I get, yeah, I was going to say, I guess Click. Spanglish. Yeah, but uh, Spanglish. 
What? Like he was just saying, like with the anxiety. No, I forgot about you, that. One. Oh, it's with Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek or Heimlich maneuver. I don't know. Whatever you were saying. She's yeah. hot. <laughs> you can't even say her name right, but she's hot. Yeah, but yeah. You know, Selena Hayek. <laughs> <laughs> Give Sam the Heimlich. Oh my but, uh, god. But no, yeah, that, that is a punch drunk love. It's also it's a dark comedy. But never very, saw like, that, that one. one that one's pretty funny. Varied acid, varied very acid trippy. I'm trying to say the words. Yeah. But no, um, with Uncut Gems, like he was saying earlier, it just has that whole, like, anxiety to it. Like, so, um, the guy that he owes money to, Otto, he's somehow, like, that's his family. I don't know if, like, it's his brother. Sorry, we have we have technical difficulties with small Your cat, furry cats running throughout the your room. Your cat wanted to sit on the recorder. <laughs> she did, for sure. So, wait, the dude he owes money to... Oh, yes. Otto. Is, yeah, it is his brother. Because in the one scene, um, they don't directly say that they're no, family. You don't know that until like 30 minutes yeah. into the movie, maybe. So, uh, the scene where they're all having Passover, uh, yep. the Passover, uh, there's a guy there named... Uh, what's his name? Um... I just watched this. It's like gu- it starts with a G, like Guppy. Gu- I can't. I can't remember his Giuseppe? name. Yeah. Well, they're all there. <laughs> that was a guess. That was and and like out. Otto's there, the guy who he owes money to. So you end up finding out like more like, so Howard like is owing money to people very close to him. And one scene in the movie um, where he goes to auction off that black opal, mm-hmm. he gets like his. I don't know if it's like his, his uncle or something. Oh, it's um, his dad, I believe. Or is his dad? Yeah, the guy like the the dude's name with a G. I can't remember, but. He he's at this auction and uh, Kevin Garnett is actually in the movie and Kevin Garnett wants that stone really bad. Ke- Kevin Garnett is actually playing Kevin Garnett. Yeah, and he actually does a really good role in the movie. Like he can act. Um, As himself. Yes. Yeah. Oh, his name, by the way, uh, it's Judd Hirsch is the character. Mm-hmm. His name is Gooey. Gooey. I d- d- Gooey. He's great I, with names. Ain't he? Like, but they don't directly say who he is, how he's related to Howard. Not really. He just seems like a like a, a he, father figure. I, yeah, he seemed parental to me yeah. in some way, or just somebody that was very close to him. So he's he's at this auction, and he told Gooey, he's like, "I want you to raise up the stakes at this auction." So, uh, which is highly legal. You're yeah, allowed to do that. So Kevin Garant will like spend more money on this, or Kevin Garnett. And anyway, he says, "All we got to do is get it up to like." $250,000. So they get it up to like 175000 and uh, Kevin Garnett's like, nope, not doing it. So at the, the end of the scene, Gooey and <laughs> Gooey and Howard are walking. He's like, Gooey, I'm so sorry. And they end up, Otto's there too. And Otto has these two like henchmen and he's following Otto. And he's like, Otto, I swear, I, I, I'm going to find a way to do it. And one of the henchmen just punch Adam Sandler in the nose and he's like oh and then they grab him and they throw him in this fountain and he's just he's covered in blood he's like all messed up and like the whole movie is like up and down up and down like you think he's gonna do good and then it's just everything doesn't go in his way and then it starts looking good and then nothing goes his way (laughs) so like even with his side piece his side piece goes to this concert for the weekend Mm -hmm. and she ends up going in the bathroom doing coke with the weekend and adam sandler shows up because kevin garnett's there and he's gonna get his stone back he ends up not getting a stone finding out a side piece cheated on him with the weekend and then howard gets his ass beat by the weekend again like howard gets his ass beat all the time um he is not winning at all in life he is is flying by the seat of his pants so at at the climax of the movie kevin garnett finally comes back with the stone 
he's sitting there in his office and he's giving this pep talk and Kevin Garnett's like, I really want to know how much money you spent on this thing. And he's like, $100,000. And he goes, so you're making $75,000 profit. And he's like, yeah, it's business. And he's like, I really believe in you. And he's like, you know what? We're going to bet on your game. Like he's about to make even, he's about to make even pay everyone off, do everything good. And he just, he's a gambling addict. And he's like, you know what? We're betting everything on this game. So the bets happen, you know, he's at the game and Otto and his henchmen show up and, uh, they want their money and they know Adam Sandler, like the money is physically in his hands and he hands it off to his side piece to tell her to go bet the money. And they're like, what are you doing? Like you're about to break even. Everything's going to be fine. I'm pretty sure the scene the is uh, like just because I, I just recently watched it. He is like sneaking the money. He has to like go oh, he's like out the window on, a, <laughs> on the window. He's tossing it from window to window to her, so that way she can leave because he's trapped inside of his like sales room or like in his like office or whatever that's a, attached mm-hmm. to his sales room. And Otto and his boys are there to get the money, and then they tell him that he's like. I don't have it. And he's like, what do you mean you don't have it? You literally just had it. <laughs> it was just, just here. So then they, they send somebody to go find her, too. And they lock him in the sales room with them. So there's, like, two doors. There's, like, a wooden door to get through, and then there's a buzzer door. Yes. Yeah, well, they door. try to run out and go get the girl. Well, they're, they're locked in the room. And Adam Sandler's, or Howard, in the movie is like, look, just watch. We're going to win big. He's got the opal. Like, we're, we're going to make it. It's going to be fine. Yeah. He has the bad guys all locked in this <laughs> chamber room, and he's watching the game. And, like, they're all watching the game. And it's just like he's got them trapped the whole movie, and they're just fucking sitting there seething. They wanna, yeah, <laughs> they want to just just take take his head off like the whole time. So at like it, it, the climax of the movie, somehow he wins. He he wins like the money back. Like he now has almost like a million dollars. Oh yeah, the bet was like he has more money than he could ever be. Had, so exactly. he could pay off all of his debt everyone. to everyone and still live good. So then he finally wins the bet, and they're all like, "Holy shit!" Well, uh, he finally unlocks the door, and the one henchman just pulls out a piece and shoots Adam in the face. It's the only movie I've ever seen where Adam Sandler gets killed. Yep. And I remember watching oh, that going, shit. oh my god, my childhood hero just got <laughs> shot. Yep. And then Otto's like, what are you doing? Because I'm guessing like that's like his brother yeah. or like brother-in-law. And the guy's like, shut up, and then shoots Otto in the face. And yep. then they just rob the entire jewelry store. And then they can't get out because the door, like I think, is yeah. locked. And like they can't get the... Because like, the... the, the one of the things in the whole fucking movie was they kept trying to, like, this chamber situation didn't work properly yeah. a lot of the time. So they, I'm pretty sure they were locked inside of the... Of, Murder case. Yeah, and, yeah. so, like, everybody involved in that is just worse off. The only... Except for... The girl. Because yeah. she took the money, and then she was going back to Howard. Yep. Which I'm... Which, and then the movie just ends, yeah. but... I need to... I need to watch this. Very intense. Very like like you can you can know the plot of the movie. You can know everything about it. It's but still watching it is a feeling. It's like yeah. just like a, oh god. And that's like time. why it's one of my like number one Adam Sandler movies because it's like a complete different direction. Like he does such a good acting job, and like in one of the scenes in the movie, uh, Kevin Garnett's like, "Why are Jews so obsessed with basketball?" And Adam Sandler's like, "Well, the first Jew scored the uh, the first three points ever in an NBA game. He was a Jew." And, like, just, it's, you got to watch it. I'm telling you. No, I'll definitely add that to the list. Yeah. So, so, so I guess, we, should we we recap what our what our, what our picks were? For sure. Top yeah, five? we yeah. kind of, we give had to bounce also, around. I'll also give you my bonus uh, of uh, Kara's choices, too, just so you. Oh, that's so, great. her, uh, her number five is Wedding Singer. Mm-hmm. Waterboy is number Hell, f- yeah. Waterboy is number four. 
Okay. Number three is Uncut Gems. Yes. Big Daddy is number two. And number one, Eight Crazy Nights. Yes! No way! Are you serious? Eight Crazy Nights. She loves musicals, and she loves, like, she, she just really likes that movie. She's got good taste. That's right. She's uh, she's currently engaged to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, oh so if you want to go through your list, Chandler, top five? Yeah, so top five, again, was Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore, number four. Mm-hmm. The Wedding Singer, number three. Waterboy at number two. And then Big Daddy, number one. And mine were uh, Anger Management at number five. I have uh, Uncut Gems at number four. I had uh, Billy Madison at number three. Happy Gilmore at number two. And The Waterboy at number one. My five... That's my boy was number five. Number four, Water Boy. Number three, Eight Crazy Nights. Number two, Chuck and Larry. Number one, Uncut Gems. Which I will say I feel very confident with my uh, number one pick, considering it was on everybody's list. That is oh, fair. Yeah. It was on yeah. both. Yeah, it was both both of your guys. It was even on her bonus list. Like, we were trying to figure out. You're the winner. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so you much. Win. That's, I, I, that's why I did all this research. <laughs> I, I want to let you guys know that I am so excited not to watch another Adam Sandler movie <laughs> for a while. But, I didn't think I'd get sick of Adam Sandler, yeah. but I was but like, I will oof. be watching uh, Murder Mystery too because I, I do want to see that. It's pretty good. I, I assumed it would be pretty good because the first one wasn't bad. I could give you guys a very solid list for like streaming movies that he has out there but i will say the the week of was actually really funny and uh, i would it, it got some actual like gut laughs for me which i thought oh. were, i was not expecting just because a lot of his newer movies just don't thrill me yeah but it actually had some really really funny things in it so hmm. would recommend that one as well so that is fair well so what's on the menu for well i when we started talking we were talking about uh for next week we're going to go down to one movie, so because um, we kind of went big on this one. Yeah. Uh, top five is takes a quite a bit of time oh, yeah. and effort, but go big or go home, I guess, to start. And oh, we, yeah. I think we did okay. I mm-hmm. think it went pretty well. But yeah. and, and also ne- the next week we'll go down in time too, because this is this is probably going to be like uh, I think having this many movies kind of drags it to yeah longer. yeah we don't want to bore anybody or drag anything yeah, we out but be in between an hour and an hour and a half yeah mm-hmm. so and I think with these like if we do another like top five list or something along those lines we'll probably be around the same time but we won't yeah. do right. these all of the time but what did we say we're doing uh, sci-fi. sci-fi or do we want to flip coin or well I'm okay with the sci-fi I think we can. Uh, flip a coin when we narrow down our options but okay. we also wanted to wait and see for a couple days after people listen we want to give them an option as well to pick yes yeah, so so. we, we did talk about going around the horn and just picking like uh one of us picks a movie the next one picks a movie the next one picks a movie and then we do a uh, recommendation from like, mm-hmm. the, the community yep. of people that watch or listen so for me i am either going to say predator okay 80s movie or aliens which would be the second movie out of the aliens franchise also 80s movie okay shocker and uh i had thrown out uh, a sci-fi horror movie that both mason and chandler have not seen uh called pandorum so that one would be my sci-fi when did that come out 
I think that was like 2000s, like okay. pretty, pretty early 2000s, maybe 2004. Okay. Um, I'll have to look it up again. But it was uh, very good, in in my opinion. I would say uh, go in, no expectations, because then you'll like it. <laughs> you go in like, oh, it's freaking great. Uh, 2009, that's when Pandora Okay. Uh, and I, I think very, uh, I would say very shocking lead mm-hmm. actor in it, Ben Foster. What? Ben Foster is uh, typically a bad guy in most of the roles that he is in. Huh. Um, but Ben Foster, uh, he's actually in a Sandler movie, uh, Hustle. He was in Hustle. <laughs> yeah, so shockingly fact. enough. Uh, but Ben Foster is like the lead uh, character in it. And like like I said, typically okay. he plays a bad guy in most of his movies. So, interesting. Okay. Sweet. Well. Mason got, doesn't have one yet. You oh, got, you I got, was. You, you're involved in this. You're included. Signs. Oh my god, dude! What a twist! <laughs> You're gonna make us go through that. Oh. No. Um, okay, so when you say sci-fi horror, does it have to be like it doesn't have space? To be it doesn't even need to be horror. It could just be sci-fi. And it also uh, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Jesus that's sci-fi. Sci-fi. Fa- I would say that's sci-fi. Fantasy. The best Star Wars episode. Out Jesus there. Christ. We're going to dip all the way into Star Wars already. We're two episodes, or we'll be on our second episode. Uh, but we will pick we'll pick one of stars. those. Yeah. Uh, those will be... Uh, Unless somebody that listens has a better idea. Well, like I said, we can, we can go around the horn and just do yeah. right. them individually. Yeah. So like we can go with one of yours first, and then yeah. we'll go with mine, and then Mason's. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe options are endless. To, maybe we never get to Mason's. Who knows? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's watch Star Wars with some high. Some Sam goes does a Heimlich. Jesus, but uh, no, I think I think first episode went well. Um, Why don't you tell uh, tell everybody what they think about it? Uh, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> you all enjoyed listening. <laughs> I know like, you wait, all what? loved Did it. Did you see my face? Hey, yeah, just so everybody knows, he looked like he wanted to punch me, which is. <laughs> A more visceral reaction than what we talked about <laughs> incest earlier. That's what I mean. He is from the South. That's true. The deep South. <laughs> I was born in Charlotte, North Carolina and lived there for like Praise a, a year and a half. Praise Dale. Oh my God. No, but I think it went well for us. And yeah. uh, I guess what uh, we came up with, I think the official name is going to be Couch Critiques. Yeah. Well, they so. should they should know. Hopefully, if they clicked on it and downloaded the episode, <laughs> that's true. We kind of went backwards on that. Didn't I we? mean, we didn't. Yeah, it's I don't think I threw that in in the introduction. So no, it was not. No. Nope. Uh, but we can tell everybody to rate it uh, five stars. Yeah. Uh, comment and yes. give us what movie you think would be great to to watch. Absolutely. Regardless of whether it's sci-fi or not, we're going to be watching a lot of movies. So just say, just give a community choice. Or, uh, you know, tell us what you thought. Um, but tell, also, tell a friend. And then uh, tell them to listen. And if they don't listen, then, you know, don't be their friend anymore. <laughs> They're not good people. Right. So, no, we appreciate it. Appreciate everybody's time. Um, like like Riker said, this one's probably drawn out a little longer just because there's so much content to go over. But until next time, cool. we'll uh, talk to you later. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Peace. Oh, my God.